Hey Dan, this is Ryan All of the Bears. Bill tells me you're afraid of beavers. And speaking as an Oregon State alum, you're embarrassing. Beavers are cute. So do better for your zero doings listeners. All right? And go Bears. <laughs> sick burn on Dan Doinks. That's just a little taste of what you're going to get on this new episode of Zero Doinks. We are back for the first time since May and we have a loaded show for you. We've got lots of Bears and NFL talk. There's been a lot of national disrespect we need to talk about. Hams and Bread is back. So is legal sports gambling in the state of Illinois. We can't wait to talk about it. We'll have a new segment about baseball, maybe? We'll also be re-upping a classic smack and talk about things that have been happening in the world and lots, lots more. Thanks for listening, Zerdoinks! Zero Doinks Zero Doinks Zero Doinks Zero Doinks we are back. It has been way too long. It is nearly July. It is hours from July 1st. Dan Doinks, fresh from a family vacation. How are you doing, bud? Long time no see. Yeah, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, feeling good. Looking good. No, I don't look good. I'm about 30 pounds heavy right now because of quarantine, but I'm a little sunburnt because I was in Florida. Whoops, those people are weird. Uh, but yeah, good to be back. It feels like we haven't done this in fucking forever. So God, you're looking great, oh, William. Thank you. Yeah. The last time we did this, we were in East Chicago in Rick Fieldsman's backyard and uh, things got really weird back there. It was an incredible experience. I don't know if it was a great episode. It, it took a lot of editing to make it worthwhile, to be honest. Yeah. I'm going to say it probably wasn't in our top five episodes. It was a lot of rambling. And a lot of giggling. Yes. And a, and a fair amount of inside jokes. So yeah. that's exactly what you don't want when you're hosting a podcast for people who listen who don't really know you personally. That is true. Um, the great thing about being on Anchor, yes, we're sponsored by Anchor, is we get a lot of stats from Spotify. And what I have learned quickly is that out of all of our listeners, 8% are women. Is that shocking? Oh, Hot. No. Hot, hot, hot. Thanks for listening, uh, ladies. Y- yeah, that is shocking. How does Spotify know that? Do you put in what sex you are when you not sure. Not sure. I I don't I feel like Ron Spotify, the CEO, spends a lot of time just creeping in ladies' drawers and closets and yep. She's listening to Zero Doiks onto the neighbor's house. By the way, nice bra. <laughs> is it weird that you refer like what sex are you is the same thing as like having sex? Couldn't we it's come up with a weird. different word? What gender? I, I mean, we you don't use gender enough, I guess. But yeah, like like I, I, I'm a 10 year old boy still when I see that on paperwork at the doctor's office. What sex are you? And I say, yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, I I can picture that. I absolutely can. Uh, In the intro, that was running back Ryan Nall, Bears running back, who will probably make the team, maybe will be active many weeks. He called you out for 
being afraid of beavers, Dan. Is this accurate? Yeah. Is it true? Uh, are we still talking about the uh, the sex thing? Uh, yeah, I'm a little scared of beavers, if I can be honest with you. Not Oregon State beavers specifically, but um, thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Or go fuck yourself? I'm not sure. Hard to say. Ha- do beavers and gophers live in the same habitat? Do you know this? No, they hate each other. They fight to the death because they have the same amount of fur. They do. Very bushy. Why don't you put a razor on that? Yeah, damn. I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, We are looking forward to this episode. We've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be amazing. We are going to jump into some bears and NFL talk. We've got hams and bread, and we can actually talk about gambling for once, for sports gambling. That's going to be fantastic. We're going to roll out a new segment that we can't wait to dive deep into. Uh, And we'll talk a little bit about the world that surrounds us since a lot has happened since our last recording. Things are going to be awesome. Can't wait to get rolling with you, Dan Doinks. Uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a weird, it could be potentially a weird episode, maybe not a ton of Bears talk, but uh, we got a lot to cover. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for listening, our loyal Zero Doinks listeners. We'll see you next segment. I have a gambling problem. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And, 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 you know, the obvious question, who's going to be the starting quarterback, Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky? The, the franchise has too much invested in Mitchell Trubisky to give the job to Nick Foles. I realize and recognize that the offense probably suits Nick Foles better when they turn over with Bill Lazor and, and Filippo. But when something happens in the game that they didn't rehearse on a Wednesday practice, that's when MVP Mitch starts to fall apart. Oh, we're back. Fuck you, Mully. Fuck you, Mike Lombardi. MVP Mitch. Fuck you, dude. You suck. You're a failed GM. Grow up. All right, so we're going to do some Bears talk here. It probably will be pretty minimal in, the, uh, in comparison to the rest of the episode, but let's let's do it. Let's get right into it, Bill. What do you got? Oh, my God, yes. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. You were, in, you were in Florida probably dodging some alligators and God knows what else is going on in the swampland, but COVID. Uh, There's lots yeah. of COVID there. Yes. There, there appear to be. Do How's the mask wearing in Florida? Not good. No. Multiple times I went to go pick up food in very busy bars and restaurants, and I was the only one with the mask on. And you could just see people turning around, looking at me, go, oh, look at this. Look at this lib snowflake with his mask on. We don't got no COVID here. We're in Florida. That sounds like, sound like a Florida guy, right? We got, we got no COVID here. We're in Florida. We go wrestle hey, gators. Back. That's right. <laughs> go back north, you fucking Yankee bitch. Huh? That's the, you push that's, it? that's the way it felt, you know? And they're like, and then like two days later, they shut down all the bars because they can't stop getting COVID. So joke's on you, you stupid Floridians. 
Okay, anyway, we got sidetracked there. <laughs> that was good. So while while you were dodging COVID left and right, Sweaty Teddy uh, made mention that Bears fa- he's expecting Bears fans allowed in the stands this year. So that was good. So I don't know if, you know, I, I know not everybody is from Illinois that listens to our podcast because we're in all 50 states. Thank you. But our governor capped outdoor venues at 20% capacity. So that means that at Soldier Field, a little over 12,000 fans would be allowed, assuming the mayor of Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot, would allow such things. So, A, how do you feel about that in general, 20% capacity? B, you are a season ticket holder. How do you think that would play out when it comes to all of the things? I don't I don't see it. I'll say that. Like, I don't know how you can do even shake out the 20% part. Uh, is it, you know how do they split that up throughout the stadium? And is it like every other game thing? I mean, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot as a season ticket holder, but I don't, I just, I don't see it. I don't know. <laughs> and that 20,000, oh no, sorry. How many did you say? 20%, 12,000 yeah. getting into the stadium. They're yep. going to do a temperature check on everyone. That's includes that. Like it's, I think it's going to get to the point where it's going to be such a hassle to get even 12,000 people in, they're just going to say, fuck it. Like, let's just do it with no fans. So honestly, I'm okay with it either way. Um, I'm not, I'm certainly not gunning to put myself into harm's way. As, as I just had mentioned, I'm a, I'm a lib snowflake wearing a mask in Florida. So not a shocker that I'm not necessarily wanting strangers to breathe into my mouth. So uh, I think the, the the difference though the so I think what you were getting at was the Bears sent a they sent an email yesterday to season ticket holders saying that you have the right to opt out of your season tickets and get the full refund back and still have good standing for next year. I initially saw that and I'm like, what? That hit, that's no different than what they've been saying. You get a refund if games are not played and you're not able to use your ticket. But now I understand it. It's like if you have a ticket that you can go see the game and you're uncomfortable with it that you can opt out of the whole season and I think that's pretty that's that's good good for the Bears that that's the right move um you know do a refund have you thought I don't know yeah Beasel I think would be open to just punting on the whole season the way I see it is I I would just I mean I'd take a flyer on it there's a good chance we I would say at best we probably will have like two or three games that we may be able to go to if they do this 20% capacity thing. So if we have those tickets, could we sell could we sell those in, in the instance? I mean even if we have to I, I'm I'm willing to take the chance, but I'm in a I'm in a much different spot than she is. Um so I'd be really good either way. Honestly, at this point, I just want football to happen whether I'm there or not. I I, and I, and I, whatever decision the Bears make, the NFL makes, I, there's no way I could be upset about it because this is, these are weird times. So I, it's good on the Bears. I mean, it seems very unlike them to sort of be out in front of this. I think they're one of three teams to offer this so far in the NFL. I saw. I don't know. I don't remember who the other two are, and it's it's a low number. And I and I, ta- I was texting with. Um, Kyle Doinks last night and he's going through a similar battle with the Bulls right now he's a Bulls season ticket holder and he doesn't know he doesn't know like he, it seems like they're just full go give us your money and then we'll figure it out later and he's he's been a season ticket holder for shit 
15 years at least and he it feels like he's being treated somewhat unfairly so you know I'm, I'm happy the bears are at least getting in front of this and they're they have the luxury of having the most time of all the major sports to try to figure this shit out so that's yeah. kind of where i stand no that's fair i i was curious about it well, and it seems like so the owners had another virtual meeting um last week i want to say and it it seems likely that they're going to cut preseason down to two games which I will mean, be that should fantastic. happen any that should happen yes. anyway yeah, yeah there's nothing worse than having to pay for fucking preseason games yes no that would be great and that that brings us into the the quarterback controversy no competition yes i suppose so mitch finally talked to the media a couple weeks ago um he he said the Foles trade trade for Nick Foles pissed him off in a good way, and he sees himself as a favorite to win the job because of because of the weird off season, at least a little bit. And I know he's been playing pickup pickup ball. Do you don't you call pickup football? That's not the right term. No, is it? that's very basketball-y. <laughs> yeah, I like I like it though. Yeah, but he's been throwing some throwing some balls to uh, some of our wideouts and running backs. Though I think Goodell just recently tried to shut that down, but. Uh, Ted Ginn, I don't know if you heard this or if you were um, at that weird bar, but he said on <laughs> Good Morning Football, he said that he thought Mitch would be the starter, but there's no follow-up question as to why he thought that. So great yep. job, Good Morning Football. And then, <laughs> as you alluded to, Mike Lombardi, you know, he's talking about MVP Mitch. Fuck you, Mike Lombardi, first of all. Like, grow up. Grow up. Grow up, dumb man. bastard. If, if you remember from the See Me After Class with Mike Lombardi, I – I was calling him Montebank Mike, and Montebank <laughs> means grifter or imposter. If you remember that, Montebank. Hey, what a dick! What an absolute what dick. But dick. anyway, he, he, as he said in that in that segue to the segment, saying that he thought Mitch would be the the week one starter because of familiarity, as well as well, Ryan Pace is so much invested. So anyway. What do you what do you think? We'll talk maybe a little bit about the gambling line on on Mitch starting week one or not. But if you do you think that because of the offseason, Mitch has a better chance? Do you think it's not going to be relevant? Like, what do you what do you think? Nick versus Mitch? I'll, I'll say I think Mitch said the right things like he should acknowledge that he was pissed off. But I felt like he was also saying, like, I kind of deserve it. Did I? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it feels like that was a long time ago that he no, he spoke. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. but we but I I don't I I got to be honest. I don't feel great about whatever scenario we fall into with either of those guys. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that there's someone who's somewhat competent there. But fuck, if we're riding the the Foles train or big big dick into this season, I'm not. I'm not feeling amazing about it. I mean, it it is what it is. It's one of those two, but uh, I don't have a good feel either way. I feel like they brought Foles in to start. So um, if I were to – well, I guess we could talk about the line. I actually was looking for it today. I I think they took it down. They did. um, I mean, I would just just to have money on it, I'd put it on Mitch just – because what what was he at? Do you know? Do you remember the odds? He, he, I think he was like plus two hundred to start week one, and yeah, and then I think the this press conference happened, and then 
I don't know. Maybe the rumors of two preseason games came out, and and yeah. BetRivers.com said no. But we'll talk more about that in hams and bread. Well, what do you think will happen if they're like essentially even? Let's say they're both shitty in camp Ugh. and in and in the games. They're just like I don't know. It's sort of a toss up. Do you think they would default to Mitch just because he's yeah. earned it just for the sake that he's been here longer? I think they probably would, and it would feel like every, not every bear season that we've ever experienced, but most bear seasons where we had just two unbelievably mediocre quarterbacks, and it's like, and you just hope that somebody gets a hot hand at some point. But yeah, I do. I think if it's, I think it's fifty-fifty going into September, Mitch gets the nod just by default. But I, yeah. I hope that one of them earns it. I don't know how likely that is. Too. I yeah. The more the the more the off season ticks by, the less excited I get about Nick Foles too. Yep. Although he did, he did just use his giant penis to uh, procreate again. He just had a kid. Oh, so I didn't know congrats, that. Oh, congrats on him. the sex, Nick. Yeah, um, that's got to be painful. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's worse coming in or going out. If you're his wife. Sorry, eight percent women, or you're welcome. That just went down to five, or it doubled to sixteen <laughs> percent. Listenership, leadership, not leadership, leadership at all, uh, not at all. Um, too many hams. So let's hey, talk a little bit. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead, jump so in. I think we want to talk about the. We're going to get to the amount of disrespect the media has given the Bears this year, uh, this year, this off season. And uh, this is a good segue because I think I sent to you that ESPN ranked the best and worst QB play of the Super Bowl era, each team from the, and I, I, you know, the answer did, were you surprised of where the bears landed? I won't give it Uh, away yet. I won't. I was, um, I was a little bit surprised. (laughs) Like, I know we, I think our first episode ever, we talked about quarterback tears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and which is hilarious. Yeah, so is. funny to listen back to now. Like, we oh, could not have been great. more fucking wrong. <laughs> it's so great. So I would have guessed that the Bears would have been in tier four, I guess, if there was four tiers. Like, the bottom tier, whatever the bottom tier would be. But it, enlighten our audience if they missed yeah. this article. Yep. Obviously, the Patriots were one and the Packers were two. The Bears were last. <laughs> number 32 (laughs) and honestly it's kind of hard to argue with it you know they the bears are the only franchise to never have a passer that's thrown for over four thousand yards in a season it's the only fucking franchise Uh, they're one of the the, they're one of the charter franchises i mean the fucking jags have had someone who's thrown i mean that's probably mark burnell right i mean he was pretty sweet uh, yeah. The Bears have also never had a quarterback throw over thirty touchdowns in a season either. But uh, yeah. do, do you did you see it? Did you do you remember who they said the best QB and the worst QB was? For that the Bears, the Bears have had yeah, yeah they I think did that. Worst was McNown, I believe, was yeah. one of them based off pedigree. I'm sure uh, you know draft yeah, status draft, versus yeah. the amount of starts that he had. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the best actually. Uh, oh, it was McMahon. It was McMahon. Yeah, yeah. which it was Super Bowl era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I mean, that's just a default. But honestly, I was a little surprised they were last. I would have definitely expected bottom five, but goddamn, I mean, just I sad. And then, th- and and I'll be honest, I roll that right into thinking about Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, and I 
it's hard for me to get big dick Nick boned up. I'll say that. Yeah, I was more. I've, it's been a roller coaster for me this off season. It, it was when they traded for him. I think listening back, people would probably describe our response as relatively apathetic. We were like, okay, that's yeah. fine. It's not terrible. Uh, and then I got more excited the more stuff I read where it's like once they renegotiated his deal, it's like, oh, you know what? That's actually pretty reasonable considering he does have at least some status in the league. But now the more that time ticks by, the less excited I get. And I think part of it is probably the fact that Ryan Pace is now getting shit on again now that Cam yes. Newton is signed with the Patriots. Yep. Right? I, I think that's that's a little bit it's, – it's – not that you and I are advocating signing him like to, to such a level like, you idiots, why aren't you doing it? But now yeah. it's sort of like, oh, fuck, Bill Belichick you did fucked. it, so it was probably yeah. the right move. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think um, – well, yeah. Well, let's just uh, – would you rather have a one-year flyer on Cam Newton who has been hurt for two years or what do we have, Nick Foles for three years for way Maybe, more money? Depending. There's, yeah, there's, if, there's a couple outs there, but – but a guy yeah, let's just who say three. it's yeah. at least two. It's at least two years of pretty good money for Nick Foles. You're locked in for two years with him. So who would you yep. rather have? Well, which which camp would you rather be in? I mean, it, if you told me that Cam was ninety percent or better health wise, then I would absolutely roll the dice with Superman. Yeah. Do people call him that, or does he just I does he just he, get weird with his jersey? I think he was. I mean, it's it was hard. I like. I I, I think I would much rather have Cam Newton than Nick Foles yeah. for one fucking year. Yeah, he looks all, by all accounts he's healthy and back, and I think most of those accounts are literally his Instagram account of him working out shirtless, and he looks he looks fucking jacked. But, um. You know, the thing is, is would Cam Newton have come to Chicago on a one-year deal knowing he has to deal with Trubisky bullshit? Probably not because he yeah, knows he's going not. to New England, and it's the Patriots. Hilt, he's willing yeah. to take one year to play with a winning franchise. So, you know, it's hard. On the one hand, yes, I think they should have gone after Cam. I mean, I was on the Jameis train that they should have. I mean, Jameis obviously was willing to be a backup somewhere, so – I think we could have brought him in. That just would have been fun. But for Cam, you know, I just I don't know that we could have gotten him to the same to the same deal. So I don't know that Pace deserves all of the blame there. Yeah. But I like I do like the pattern of how this happens every time a quarterback signs is Ryan Pace gets shit on and then a few days later everyone says, you know, then Chase Daniels gets shit. Chase Daniel. I just I was just at a beasel right there. Chase <laughs> Daniel gets shit cuz did you see he's getting paid more this year than Cam yes. and Jameis combined? Amazing. Amazing. Which is which is magical. I mean, good for him. Yeah. And it, what an agent that he has, right? What oh, an agent. I mean, it, it's I I just love the pattern. Like you could almost predict it. And thank God Chase Daniel's not on the Bears. At least oh. we got we're off the hook there. But that's true. It would have been a double whammy. Yeah. I so. know. Well, it, yeah. No, I think I think that's totally fair. I I agree. Yeah. When you look at the timing, it's like were the Bears going to wait until June to see if they're comfortable 
with a shirtless Instagram post from Cam yeah. Newton to, <laughs> to wait to bring yeah. him in as opposed to doing something. And people are not people. I mean, some people on Twitter, when I say people, that's what I'm referencing, are like now they're re-litigating the, well, they traded for Foles. Maybe they wouldn't have had to have done But it's yeah. like, that's just stupid. It's either, I just think either you're pro picking up Foles no matter what the currency was or you're not. I don't think, you know, I don't think it's fair to necessarily be pissy that they flipped a pick for him and then renegotiated his deal. So I don't know. Even Dan Pompey said the Colts were hot for Foles's cack. Yeah, you're right. And by the way, the the people you were referring to earlier was just Joe Ostrowski, so let's just call it what it is. Yeah, I'm shocked that Cam lasted as long as he did. I would have figured there'd yeah. be at least some type of bidding war for between the Patriots and the Chargers. Like the Chargers are just rolling with Tyrod Taylor, which yeah. seems odd. I mean, I, and that I don't Oregon think he's rookie, right? Justin Herbert, but is that where he ended he's up? Probably going to be yeah, bad. He right? stinks. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah. Um, just judging by his living room situation uh, during the draft, that guy's not winning. Not he's great. not a winner. I don't no. know why. I don't know why. And he never really. I don't think he's like left the Eugene, Oregon area, which is a little. Oh yeah, that'd Red be a little flag. disconcerting. Yeah, homesick at twenty-two years old. Grow up, Justin. Justin Sherbert. <laughs> I think I just called him Drustin. Is that a name? <laughs> you might have. I, yeah. I, I'm going with it. So we, you alluded to disrespect nationally that the Bears have received this offseason outside of. Ryan Pace getting shit on every time a quarterback like farts, basically, <laughs> which is fantastic. It's hilarious, and I kind of feel bad for him. Uh, USA Today, they came out relatively recently with their their predictions of records for every team in the league. They picked the Bears to go. Do you remember? I don't. Three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. Oh, I, I mean, oh. Is that what? is that even possible? Three and thirteen? No. Three and thirteen. Stop it. We haven't gotten that. I don't know. I don't even know yeah. how to respond to that. That's outrageous. Yeah, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. Uh our our favorite pro football focus, they apparently just busted out a calculator and did cumulative roster points or whatever whatever they do and the bears roster is ranked number 22 overall in the league which mm, i don't know i don't know i don't know what i don't know was that o- hate, overall or did they yeah. have it broken out by offense did, and defense I th- that was overall they probably had it broken out offense and defense but i did not dive that deep i think um listening to ESPN radio this afternoon they said that the majority of even like the defense um, they had as below average starters for the league which I definitely don't agree with well yeah what are we missing there I mean that's like CBS obviously hates the Bears you know the top 10 safeties didn't have Eddie Jackson Uh, sorry if I'm stepping on your toes no you're good Akeem Hicks not a top 10 D lineman Kyle Fuller not a top 10 DB you know, Khalil Mack was number nine edge oh, rusher. Number I mean, you know, nine. Let's what? let's let's talk yeah. about that one for a sec, yes. if you don't mind. Let's start that was there. the one that like Eddie Jackson one absolutely pissed me off. But Khalil Mack, number nine ranked edge rusher. Are you fucking kidding me? It, it, the thing that pissed me off more than anything 
was number eight was Zadarius Smith from the fucking Packers. Are you yeah, kidding me? He's good, but stop it. Just he's not Khalil stop. Mack. He's not Khalil Mack. And, and yeah, uh, I, 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 and it's it definitely seemed click clickbaity. Like there were people yeah. on there that I didn't even know. Like I'll, I'll admit, I'm not, you know. I don't I don't know every roster in the league, but there were definitely guys ahead of him that I was like, I'm not even sure who that is. So, Do you remember number one off the top of your head? Was it – it wasn't a Bosa, was it? It was not, but they're both Bosas were in the top ten. Yeah, I don't remember. TJ Watt. Oh, yeah. Steelers. St- Are you j- fucking kidding me? Just stop it. Yeah, you're going to start – let's say you're starting a team and you can pick Thank an edge rusher. Are you taking TJ Watt over – uh, Khalil Mack. Maybe no. you'll take some. Uh, granted, if you have someone else in mind, but TJ fucking Watt is not it, partner. No way. <laughs> right. I mean, how far. And I actually like all this disrespect. It's annoying. It's aggravating. Yeah. But I'd much rather be under the radar going to this year versus last year when we all know what happened. Fucking bullshit. But I, just to prove it more, like Roquan was number eight uh, for linebackers, which I'm I'm okay with. But yeah. Of That's anyone right. who deserved to be out of the top ten, he, that was him. He's an yeah. unproven guy. So, I yeah, that was that was to me when I saw that. And I uh, bears Twitter, you continue to entertain me because you get so mad about literally everything. <laughs> yes. That that was you know obviously that was a like clickbait. This is quarantine. We got nothing to talk about, so we need to. We need to get some eyeballs on us, and that was what it was intended for. So everyone just relax. Yeah, I I have a hard time relaxing, though, when I see Khalil Mack at number nine. I want to protect yeah. his smushed face big time. <laughs> uh, funny that you mentioned Bears Twitter. The uh, Bears Twitter was declared one of the three worst NFL fan groups, <laughs> along with the Patriots and the Bills, by both Greg Rosenthal of uh, PFT and Bill Barnwell of ESPN. I, I mean, I don't do enough digging with other fan bases outside of just who I'm trolling, but shut up. I mean, Bears Twitter isn't great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to totally defend Bears Twitter, but bottom three with the Bills, I feel like that's a big insult. Well, I, I mean, I think I, I probably make fun of Bears Twitter maybe maybe more so than you do. Because like, the flip-flopping with Bears fans, and there's a few of them, who will shit all over Jimmy Graham's case in point. Jimmy Graham's a guy that they said he's fucking terrible. He's the worst ever. And the minute the bears signed him, the same accounts were like, this guy is a game changer. (laughs) He flies planes and he's a red zone touchdown goblin machine. Shut up. I mean, there are, yeah, like you said, we're not exactly cruising around like, you know, Miami dolphins, Twitter to see what that, that looks like but can't be good. they're they're brutal they they annoy me and and i'm in i'm heavily involved in cubs twitter too so i know Oof. terrible brutal twitter fan bases and that's definitely one of them as well so mm. illini twitter is right there with it <laughs> maybe is it a, is it a chicago midwest thing are we just are we just might be. 
we just we just have so much time indoors yeah. and we're cold and bitter that would you say Buffalo is the word that one of the Buffalo bat, like, and, and New England apparently New England. I don't know yeah and they like agreed separately they they both okay. like said those three so all right well I, obviously there's a lot of people <laughs> sliding into Bill Barnwell's DMs a lot of Bears fans just getting real pissy well you know you know what it is whoa I just I just hit whoa. puberty there sorry <sighs> it's all that COVID in Florida. Is that a s- side effect? Do you do puberty again? I think so. Yeah, okay. and, and then you can't smell your own dick, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fauci! <laughs> um, well, here's the thing with Bears. The Bears forever, how many times have we defended our shitty quarterbacks for years? I mean... I defended Rex Every Grossman. Every single year. I, I defended Rex Grossman for years. Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler. I mean, we could go on and on. I defended these fucking people forever. So the fact that we will do that on Twitter nonstop, yeah, we probably are. <laughs> bottom three for, yeah. was it bottom three, top three? Yep, bottom. Worst, <laughs> worst Twitter group. And you know what? Let's wear it like a fucking badge. Yeah. Fuck you. you. Know what? Yeah, fuck you, Bill Barnwell and Greg with three G's, Rosenthal, you dick. God damn it. Now I'm all fired up. Now I'm protecting Bears Twitter. We are loyal to the death because we love oh, yeah. our I'm horrible rider. quarterbacks. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm right. Ha- I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with Bears Twitter. All right, good. And there are some really good ones. Uh, so let's let's uh, let's just <laughs> let's just say that. Okay. Weird rumors started. You and I were texting about this offline by former score personality question mark Brian Hanley. He had said the long term play for Arlington Park, which is owned by the same dudes that own Rivers Casino, might be to sell that land to the Bears for a new stadium. The current lease for Soldier Field ends after the final game of 2033. What do you think about that, Dan? I, I, uh, nope, don't see it. <laughs> if anyone's been to Arlington Racetrack knows it's a fucking nightmare to get in and out of there. How does that work? How does? I need someone to explain to me how you put a stadium in there, an NFL stadium, I think, and have it um, function think it's a lot of construction <laughs> and i don't need all the fucking details <laughs> but it's uh i i where is he getting this from i mean this is that's like he's true a, he's a big horse guy yeah so that's, that's you like know. that's true that's know. like hardcore old ass white dudes on a golf course shooting the shit like and he's buying it type of you know and he got pushed out of the score from mully and i'll never forgive mully for that no. Uh, one of the most awkward goodbyes of radio history is basically everyone acknowledging that Mully just shit all over him and pushed him out the door. It couldn't have been more obvious. And fuck you, Mully. But yeah, uh, For the but rubbery, yeah, wet face I, of David Ha too. Had, did anyone else back that up, or was that literally just Hanley? Uh, it's just Hanley, but I'm my hot take. I'm with him. I oh, think it you're in it. I think it happens. I was doing I was doing a little digging here and the current Soldier Field lease uh I, I don't know what I'm <laughs> not a big stadium lease <laughs> contract guy, but I do know that they pay at the, at the beginning of the lease that that uh started in 2003 I want to say. Uh they paid 5.7 million a year. That's for the building and the parking use. Oh, that was 04. 
and then increases in rent started in 08. So it's, it is kind of stupid that they don't own their own stadium. That's kind of what I'm basing my hot take on. Like, finally, maybe they will own their own stadium at some point. They have to. Like, looking at the Cowboys, so they they broke ground in September 2005 and they opened 4 years later almost it cost them 1.6 billion in today's in today's <laughs> dollars so my prediction is in season 6 or 7 of zero dunks you and i are going to be touching on the negotiations between the mccaskies and rivers casino i think Ooh. they want to increase the value of their franchise before they sell it virginia well, will probably be gone by then I mean, you're talking about Rivers Casino. I, I mean, the Cubs were – there was chatter about the Cubs moving to Des Plaines, and that's where Rivers is at. Why could that be possible? Is there room at Des Plaines? No, not Des Plaines. Yeah, they're in Des Plaines. Rosemont yes. area. Des Plaines, yep. Rosemont area. Yep. Could you put? Could you throw a stadium in somewhere around there? Let's just get weird in the, in the birds. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Arlington Heights, no. that There's no – there's no fucking way. I mean, leaving a, be weird. St- leaving a stupid horse race there, it's one road in and out. It's the fucking worst. That would be awful. That would be so fucking terrible. Uh, but I don't know. I don't I don't I don't guess I don't have an opinion of it. It's gonna be what year? What year did you say that is? Well twenty three. The lease is up, but they got in a good. We might as well know well we before then. Yeah, we we might as well be playing on Mars at that point. To me, that's so far out. Um, that's fu- that's funny though. Hanley coming in with hot takes over the top. Coming in hot. Do you think in 2033 we're going to be doing this podcast? We're going to be 53 years old. Oh my God! Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> A couple of 53-year-olds. Hold on. Let me get another beer here. Oh, my God. That just made me fucking puke. Uh, that sounds that sounds terrible. Oh, my God. Would you listen if if you knew that, you know, well, I guess it would pretty much be like Mully and Ha at that point, except with maybe worse opinions and <laughs> pro- definitely worse gas, at least speaking for me versus Ha. You versus Mully? I don't know. Oh yeah, no, he's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. There, if if we're the Mully and Hanley here, you're definitely gonna end up forcing me out at some point if we're still doing this. <laughs> no who's chance. gonna be? Who's gonna be your David Ha, Rick Fieldsman? No, it's probably gonna be Dan Weederer looking for a job. <laughs> That's my guess. I would never hey, ever hey, partner hey, up with him. Yeah, I, I want to do. I want to take a hard turn here. Uh, you talked earlier about pickup football. Yeah, I recently went down a uh, Lawrence Phillips wormhole. Wow! And, uh, yeah, I mean, you you obviously remember Lawrence Phillips. Do you you know the story of how he ended up in prison and he ultimately died? Don't remember. No. So obviously he was something was up with that. I mean, he was awesome in college. He was unbelievable. He play was playing in a pickup football game. Like, I don't know how that works. Like, is it two-hand touch? Is it tackle? They're unexplained, but there was an altercation in this game, and he got in his car and try- and drove over somebody, oh. and that's how he ended up in prison. And I, think I don't remember he, that at I, all. And I think he ultimately committed suicide in Oof. prison. 
But I don't know why when you said pick up football, that's what I thought of. Because like literally like a week ago, someone posted Lawrence Phillips highlights, and I was like, oh, is he still alive? Nope, he's dead. And I went, and he ended up in prison because of a pickup football game. And he tried. I think he did run someone over with his car. Not great. And I was more interested in how a pickup football game works amongst adults <laughs> versus the murder, or maybe manslaughter. No, I don't, it, I don't think anyone died. I think it oh. was. Um, I don't know. Now that I, I I apparently didn't retain too much, I was so enthralled <laughs> with this pickup football situation. <laughs> so distracted. I yeah, I was like, oh, this. What what's happening to that guy? No, 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 no. I don't care. So, like, what were the rules? Were there? Yep. Were there field goals involved? Was it on a high school field? These are things I need to know. That I, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll look into it more. I appreciate it. Hopefully, by the outro, you will have uh, you will settle that for us. Uh, when you said Lawrence Phillips. What came into my mind was a child birthed between Lawrence Holmes and the former band Wilson Phillips. <laughs> like, that's Gross. what I was picturing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That baby's going to be annoying. Yeah. I have nothing Some on that. things will make you change. Isn't that the song? No. I'm, I'm way off. Uh, I don't know. Like, I know. I don't know. I got nothing. There's a, there's a, yeah, a lot of ooh babies in that song. They're, is they're there a hold? Is that say hold, hold on? Is that it? Do I have it yep. right? Okay. For one more day. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. You, All right. You nailed it. Nice Good. job. Uh, we got anything? We got any anything else on the Bears? Uh, I got nothing. For um, how old's Virginia now? Mm, I think she just turned forty. Like Coach Keys. <laughs> happy birthday, Coach Keys. Yeah, happy birthday. Belated. Sorry I missed your party. I was in Florida dodging gators and COVID. Just breathing into mullet-haired bastards' mouths. That's what you were doing. Still smelled like Urban Meyer. <laughs> and Chris Leak. Ooh. Uh, oh. Yes. Gross Chris name. Leak. Gross name. Uh, no, Virginia's got it. She's got to be pushing a century, right? She's I think late so. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Looks good though. It looks great. Yeah. Weekend. She's, they're doing like a weekend at Bernie's thing with her, right? Have we talked about that before? Yeah, but I think your wife accused you of fantasizing about having sex with her, if you recall, th- from yeah, estrogen th- and eggs. Yes, yes. You're right. I think she threw out a scenario. Would I... What was it like free lifetime season tickets if I threw it in her? And I, of course, you take that. I mean, that was no debating that at all. No, no, you would absolutely have gender with her big time. <laughs> I have uh, big time gender with Virginia's backside. <laughs> this has been Bears and NFL Talk. It has been long and weird. Excuse me? See you next segment. Bears quarterback stink. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes. Yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Come on. Go. Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread.
Let's go! Zero Doinks and America's favorite gambling segment, Hams and Bread. We are actually, for the first time in a long time, going to talk about some legal sports gambling in the state of Illinois, Dan. That's fantastic. Have you heard about this? Oh, unreal, right? We're we're live. We're live. I've never felt more alive. It was a long time coming. Joe Ostrowski also coming uh, all over this gambling shit kind of came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden it was like, boom, we're going live next week. And I, w- w- last time we yeah. met, was it close? I, I'm trying to remember the timeline here. I felt like JB pushed through, like you can do the uh, mobile wagering, which should have been from the start. Like, come on, Illinois, grow up. But then it was sort of like, I heard it on the radio. And then I heard it on the radio. I was like, whoa, Hey, they said it's going live like today. Yes. And there was no marketing, nothing other than that. And it was like two hours later, it was live. So, yes, that was that was June 18th, which is yeah. going to be an anniversary that that many people in Illinois celebrate <laughs> every year is the Club 250, where you could throw in 250 bucks and have that matched immediately on BetRivers.com. So that is, they're the first of the market. Uh, and you better believe that the doinks were all over it. What have we what have we wagered on so far, Dan? We've we've really sprinkled a little bit here and there with a variety of odd sports that are worldwide. Well, can we can we first talk about the actual platform bet betrivers oh, yeah. dot com? Well, yes. I, I think you and I might differ here. I fucking hate the website with a passion. I, do I hate now. this I, it does it it yeah. does this geolocating shit. That like, I have to do it like three times for it to work. It's a terrible website, and they need to get their shit together. I know they're they're supposed to. There's already a, an app for it on Android. I saw on their website there's supposed to be an Apple one. I think in the next couple weeks. Hopefully that gets better. But goddamn, it is it it sucks to work to deal with. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like typical, you know. Typical Illinois, you know, thinking that this has never been done before. It's shocking. Like, Rivers has been doing this a while. I think in Pennsylvania, maybe, in New Jersey. It The site, like, you know, the bookie that you and I allegedly may have had at some point. I won't confirm nor deny that. (laughs) Like, that website was so much better. Like, it was so much easier to use, especially with, like, live betting and things like that. It's just very clunky. So hopefully the app is better, uh, but there's no way to trick that geolocating bullshit either because I purchased a VPN to try to do it uh, in Florida. Definitely did not work, which was surprising. Come on, Illinois. You want my money or not? Like, I'm an <laughs> Illinois resident. I gave you all of my information to start. And come on. You know where I live. Just just let me just let me do it wherever, baby. Come on. That's true. So yeah, and we tried uh, to combine... Between Rick, Fe- oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, between Rick Fieldsman and um, Coach Q's, you and I, we tried to create a, a hams and bread account that went on top of a personal account, but 
Rivers did not allow you to double down on no. such things, so we're going to have to wait for the next person to come to market, the next, which could be DraftKings. That came out today, yeah, right? Where yeah. they've, they've worked themselves around the uh, the system in East St. Louis, I think, Yeah, maybe? Uh, what do we say? Hat tip to, to Thod on that one. Thod, uh, that was the first time I saw it. Thod sent us a, a Twitter message that that was coming out. Yeah, East St. Louis, they figured out a workaround that they I think they bought into – whatever that casino is down there and they're one of like the three vendors that that got approval for sports betting initially so i don't but i don't i didn't see when that might go live did you no i haven't seen yet but hopefully they can i assume they could use DraftKings, but i i don't know i'll happily jump i'll I'll happily jump to DraftKings over this Bet Rivers bullshit. I mean, this, that website drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and things like no, pop up and, and things pop up and go away. Like the Trubisky thing we talked about. Yep. It's like they can only hold so much. They have like these um, special wager sections, and now it's all Cam Newton stuff, which is fine. But why can't you have all of it? Just have all of it. And it seems like things come and go. Like Bryant, Rizzo, MVP stuff was on there, and I feel like that went away. Like it's. It's very much it's it's clunky. It's clunky. Yeah. But then they have like you know, they have uh the weirdest one I saw in there is a dart tournament that's in January. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. I saw that they that you can bet on darts, but I didn't see the yeah, schedule. It's not until January. I was like, What the fuck? Like <laughs> I should be able to Stupid. bet on whether Mitch is gonna start week one over yes. When some fat guy in Kenosha, Wisconsin's playing in a dart tournament in fucking January. It's fair that, yeah, those early lines seem to be a little premature there for for the world of of darts. That's strange. Yeah. That's very strange. But, so uh, what do you? Yeah, yeah, what have you? All right. So what have you? What have we been betting on here? It's been some weird stuff. Yeah, it has been weird. I, I think we've pretty much dipped into everything, at least a little bit. We did we did some Korean baseball. We did some professional golf, some Australian rules football, which is amazing. Let's touch on that in a minute. A lot of uh, a lot of soccer that we need to give a great plug to somebody close to our hearts when it comes to some soccer stuff, and a little bit of UFC. I don't know if I'm forgetting anything, but. I, I think we've all of us have participated, or at least one of us in in uh, in one of those professions. Yeah, yeah. The UFC, I I didn't get involved in. Did you have any luck with that? No, I made a I made a mistake. And, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was regrettable, but you know what? Easy come, easy go. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, I'm actually uh, up. A, I'm up a little bit, which is hilarious. Yes. That I, it just goes to show, like, I don't know shit about. Like the th- the things I gamble on that I talk about and think about a lot, like football, basketball, baseball, I easily lose money on that. But I'm taking a wild stab at Australian rugby, and I'm winning money on that. It's a fucking joke. It's just a coin toss. I don't know shit about shit, but to have the action, ooh, baby, do I feel alive. Oh, God. <laughs> so good. It is such a great – that is like a, a legitimately cool sport. We were watching it. Uh, Coach Cuse's 40th birthday, he brought a TV out to his front porch, and we were we all jumped on one of the teams. I don't even remember. And uh, they, they covered quite easily, but we also were all humping the over hard, and they fell just short. So oh, the no, party ended shit. not – that positively we all kind of slinked away at the end but it was it was awesome we're up a lot of fun (laughs) 
that's what that's all that counts, man. Just to have the action feels real good. Uh, do we want to talk about Rick? We do. We do. Right. Go for it. Well, I think we. And I don't know if I'm, I'm going behind the scenes here too much, but we may be producing a Rick Fieldsman podcast specifically about soccer corners, right? Have we <laughs> yeah, landed on a name? Yeah, uh, I think I think Rick under the corners under, under the corners with Rick Fieldsman. I think yeah yeah, and I don't I don't know if. Yeah, I, I don't know if he needs production help. I don't know if he wants it. He's missing thumbs. It's hard to say. But he his goal, I think, is to have two-minute episodes just given his best picks of yeah. maybe the day because he seems all over these corners, and it yeah. doesn't matter the league. It's great. I'm a little concerned with the amount of money he's losing because he's doing nothing but parlays, it seems. So he hits a lot, but if you're lumping them all into parlays, it only takes one game, one bet to lose the whole thing. So, uh, but it's going to be electric stuff, and I'm proud of him. He's really cornered the market on corners. <laughs> that was it's terrible. No, it was great. And and to clarify, you can for some reason bet over unders on corner kicks in a given game and in all of these professional soccer leagues and what a great find first of all by rick fieldsman yep. that that really revs his engine he said he he's not that into sports gambling most of the time but he has he's been all over that site probably more than any of us which is fantastic i love getting those texts from him and, and congratulations to him also on uh on getting a text message plan with his phone <laughs> is he a t-mobile guy He's no, he's be. like a or Nokia. He, he's on one of those like Lizard Boost or whatever the like one of those weird like burner phones, like one step up from a burner. No, Rick. I mean, he gave me advice on taking it over on a corners for one of the games, and it was it was electric. I loved every second of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, what a great thing to have sports gambling legally back in our lives. It's incredible. Yeah, you had, you had alluded to the fact that I liked the site more than you. I I don't like it so much anymore. It was better than I was expecting, but yeah, that geofencing is very annoying on it's the phone. Terrible. It's it's not bad on the computer, but it's still not it's still not amazing. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, <laughs> pardon me. I <laughs> <laughs> <That> was dipping. <laughs> <laughs> Hams of bread. I was dipping into some of the uh, some football to look at futures and and all that. And you mentioned that they pulled the Will Mitch start week one off the board, which yep. is very annoying. Very annoying. Just change the odds. Don't pull it yeah, off the right. board, you fucking pussies. What are you doing? So um, I did see week one against the Lions. The Bears are still plus one and a half. Yeah, That's, I like is it. That, is that I home like or road? It. It's it on the road this year. It's, oh, it it's on okay. the road. Yeah. Um. No, I love it. Bears plus one and a half feels. I think it'll move to at least the pick them. All right. Uh, I don't, yeah. What What am I missing with Detroit? They stink. They stink. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Matt Patrichka and his and his fucking garbage bag is still yeah, he's still on the sign right. load. So yeah, they, yeah. they suck. Yeah. No. I. That's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on who the, who starts for the Bears at quarterback, but does it really? Does it really matter? 
Probably shouldn't. Not. Speak, we, we were talking about futures, Dan. Have you by any chance looked at any NBA or hockey futures with teams to win the title or anything of that nature? Oh, yes. But, l- yeah, let's talk about the NBA bubble first, uh, which is h- hilarious. I mean, it sounds like a sweet summer camp for millionaire, you know, young millionaires who just want to go out and suck and fuck but they got to be at a Disney resort. They're staying at different Disney resorts, which I don't even know. I think Disney's open again, isn't it? Do you know? Uh, You're a big Disney guy. (laughs) I am just, you know, because Walt was a racist, and that really fits what we're all about. Yeah. Uh, No, I I don't know if it's officially open. I don't know. Uh, I'll be honest, haven't looked that much into it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, And, okay, so from what I understand, these guys are not allowed to leave Disney at all. Uh, they're not allowed to have their family there until like the teams that make the playoffs can have some family. And I think they get more as they progress through the playoffs. Um, but uh, it, uh, it just killed me. Like they said that the NBA is setting up like movie screenings. They're going to have like DJs come in and like, like, are they having dances? Like, is this a fucking summer camp? Uh, they're gonna have like video game setups and I know the players can go to other games that are being like empty gyms but it just cracked me up like are you gonna expect these millionaires to just stay in a hotel and not like I'm trying to picture James Harden who like allegedly is a huge strip club guy is he just gonna chill in his room and go see like Skrillex in the hotel lobby with other NBA players there's no fucking chance, right? Like, no. well, well, I don't understand how any of this works, and who's running it? Like, is there now like, there's gonna be like a like an intern who's now in charge of like making sure NBA like players bed checks, get basically bed right? checks yeah. and get like a free scoop of ice cream uh, before they go to bed every night. You know, I'm, I'm picturing my, I'm like picturing myself at like Illinois basketball camp and. The coaches are taping, like, you know, tape to the doors because they can tell if you've opened it and tried to, uh, to get out of your dorm room. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's with, like, fucking Jason Tatum. Tatum, right? Yeah, like, that's right. Like, well, I don't understand any of this. Like, I think that, like, if I'm on the Bulls right now, I got to be like, thank God I don't have to deal yes. with any of that bullshit. And so it's hard for me, and it seems like a lot of NBA players are, it seems like COVID's running a bit through some of these teams. I think the Pelicans now have a, a handful. So I I don't know. I think games are supposed to start uh, end of July, right? Yep, like end the of NHLs. July. Yeah, yep. but I, I'm not very well tapped into the NBA since the Bulls are out of it. Do you know who the favorites are to win it all? I mean, my assumption would be Lakers as the, yeah, is that accurate? You got Clippers it. Yeah, are Lakers, probably top three, right? Lakers plus 240. Bucks are next at plus 250. Clippers uh, plus 333. That was a weird one. Yeah. Uh, and then Rockets are fourth at plus 1,200. So the top three are pretty, pretty you know, they seem to be sort of locks. And it, and kind of a shame to not have the NBA finish and have a potential like I don't know how the how the standings work, but Lakers Clippers like Western Conference Finals probably would have been fucking awesome. 
Yeah. Even for me, who was like pretty well checked out on the NBA, I probably would have watched that. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll see it, but in a very awkward stadium that feels like summer league at best, right? I feel yeah. like this would be a good year to to jump on a on a pretty big dog that's in the playoffs, just because I feel like this is going to be completely unpredictable. I feel like the basketball is going to be sloppy as hell. I know they're doing like eight play-in games, basically, which I think that's way too many, isn't that? Like yeah. seeding games to set like eight games. Right. Stop it! It should have been like four games. <laughs> just shut up. It's not. Uh, it's not necessary. Yeah. You're right. No. And, and, but it, but what do you? I mean, who knows? I mean, the Lakers. Avery Bradley's not playing, right? Right. right. He's already Bradley. opted out. Yeah. Um, what if What if LeBron? You know pulls a pulls his groin and he's out for a month like there's so many things that can go wrong here that not even factoring in this fucking pandemic it's well no it's, that's I the think, thing is like yeah what if lebron gets covid he's out for two weeks right mm-hmm. i mean it, i know i as much as i don't in a in a normal world you'd be like with all these factors but like, yeah stay away from that and just bet your fucking australian rugby but there's no way you can stay away from that. No, futures bets I would absolutely stay away from because you just don't know what's going to happen. I'd probably just take the Rockets plus twelve hundred. Yeah, just, exactly. Just just because like those are good. Those are that's a good number, and you just never know what's going to happen. But James Harden scares me. That dude's going to sneak out of the bubble, and he's going to bring all sorts of stuff inside of that bubble. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so kind of transferring over to the NHL, who's starting around the same time, they have like a legit schedule, don't they? I think they have a I, schedule planned already, but I don't think they have any sites set. That's Oh, that's true, yeah. It was like Chicago might be a site, but might not be yeah. in Las Vegas, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like um, I heard on the radio that Canada, like a Canada site's going to be probably in play now. Okay. Um. Well, going back to the NBA, could they have picked a worse spot than fucking Florida yeah, to be didn't, didn't <laughs> to have, their, well. to nice have this bubble? I mean, Chicago would have made way more sense at this point. So, uh, fuck yeah. you, Florida. God damn it! I love I love you. Florida. I love going there, but fuck you. Uh, okay, so the NHL now, even like I legitimately, if I you gave me a thousand guesses, I wouldn't have been able to tell you the top three. Uh, favorites for winning it all. Do you have any idea? I'm just going to – I'm admittedly just throwing this out. Are the Oilers one of the top No, three? no. Damn no. it. You know then what? I, I'm, I'm not making fun. All right, so the Bruins are apparently the favorites. Wow, thank God wow. Boston hasn't won anything in for, forever. Fuck you, Boston. Uh, but they're actually the same odds as uh, Tampa Bay. Lightning, they're both plus 650, though. So not not overwhelming favorites. And then next are the Avalanche and the Knights. Mm. So oh, Vegas, right. Vegas is good. Yeah. Vegas, I, it's the home. There's no home and away anymore. That's just right. throw that out. Unless, okay. So I'm wondering if the Knights, if that if Vegas is one of the sites, could the Knights stay at their own homes? They probably have to be in this bubble as well, right? That's a good question. To ensure. I don't know. Um, I have I no they, idea. I think they uh, all have to stay at Circus Circus. Actually, <laughs> I've never actually been to Circus. Is it still there? It's still there. It right? is. It is definitely still there. I've never actually I, been there. I think I've thrown some dice there just to say that I that I did. 
So just, I mean, you have to. You see those fucking clowns welcoming you in to the big top? Come on. I want all your money. And then if you go to the bathroom, you're going to get raped. <laughs> I don't Wait, know. do they have clowns greeting you at the door? Like human I'm, clowns? I don't think so. I think there's like a couple of weird, like it looks like a like a big top uh thing right i don't know that was that was a stupid yeah, descriptor and i think no, you're clowns, right you're right. like giant like ceramic ish clowns that are like come on in come on give me give me your money are you where do you stand on clowns you a clown guy An- no i'm i am anti unless you put me in a room with john wayne gacy and then i am unbelievably pro <laughs> You just hit that on your bingo card. That's I was I was walking you, I was walking you right into that one. Uh, I don't know anyone. If you love clowns, it's only because you are a clown, right? Like I don't know anyone who's just like I love clowns. I just love looking at them. Yeah, it, th- those are the people who dress up as clowns. Like they I fucking I fucking hate clowns. They're terrifying. My kids no, hate are. clowns, and I I support that. I'm like you should hate clowns. Okay, sorry, sidetracked. No, uh, no, no. When, no, so, no. When, when was the last time you interacted with a clown? I want, I want to know. Uh, God, I, I couldn't even tell you. And what did he say to you? <laughs> okay, it was 1987, Hayworth, Illinois. It was a rodeo. And he he got real close to me, and he said, "I'm John Wayne Gacy." <laughs> How'd you react? I'm glad you're still here. So that's good. I got super murdered. Uh, anyway, all right, let's get away from the clown talk because I'm sitting outside and I'm definitely creeped out now. Um, all right, so back to the NHL. The Blackhawks have the worst odds to win it all. Ooh. Humble. I would absolutely throw cash on the Hawks. Yes. They're, because I think they were the last team to make it in. Uh, they're plus 7,500. Ooh. So, Fucking yeah. bargain. Yeah, right? It's free yes. cash. So, yeah, NBA, NHL. I'm going to watch it if I can and gamble on it because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, but I have no no clue. <laughs> I have no clue what's happening. <laughs> That's fantastic. That that pretty much sums up zero doings. <laughs> I have no clue what's happening. That's fantastic. Well, what I know is happening is we're about to introduce a new segment. We will talk Cubs Sox win lines on this oh. next segment. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Zodiacs. <sighs> James Harden's gonna fuck a bubble. Looking to engage with Bill and Dan Doinks on social media, but you're too afraid to ask where? I'll keep it easy for you. Follow us at Zero Doinks on Instagram and Twitter. You can shoot us an email if that's your style. Zero Doinks at gmail.com or visit us online. Zero Doinks where some more magic happens. Thank you for listening. Looking forward to engaging with you and giving you a huge virtual hug on social media. We love you. Here we go. 
and Ted. Ham, Sam, Sam, and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Ham, Sam, Sam, and Ted. Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Oh, another erotic intro by you, Bill. Thank you so much for that. Hams and Ted is the new session. Session? Nope. Segment. Uh, the hams are slapping, so excuse any grammatical errors. Uh, Ted is Ted Williams in his head. It's floating around somewhere, probably in uh, John Wayne Gacy's basement. That I think that home just sold. Did we talk about that previously? We did. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? In, all right. So what rivers, is this? I think. So this segment is about baseball because Ted Williams, all he knew was baseball and World War Two, but we're talking about baseball. So we're talking about Cubs, Sox, baseball's back, whether you like it or not. And Bill, since the Sox are going to be super sexy this year, give me a rundown of the roster. How are you feeling? What's happening? Where is the taxi squad going? I am so pumped that there's going to be baseball this year. I hated all the negotiations i just said i just wanted i just want a fucking baseball man it's america's pastime but not really that's really football fuck you abner double day um but the white Sox are going to be sexy this year as you mentioned the roster should be 60 guys per team apparently with 30 ish on a taxi squad depending on the time of year during the season but let's go so i had one big pleasant surprise that i saw on the white Sox initial roster that is andrew vaughn i was very pumped to see him included because he's barely played any minor league baseball he was the first round pick two off seasons ago i want to say and or two years ago rather and uh and he's got a brayu in front of him as well as edwin encarnacion so he'd be a luxury to have, but I'm glad that they're at least giving themselves an option. He's apparently, his bat is major league ready. That's what they said about Dan Doinks in high school. And so that's good. A lot of good pitchers, too, uh, on the roster. A lot of good depth. They've got a lot of guys coming off Tommy John that are a year off that surgery that could contribute this year, like Dane Dunning, like Michael Kopech, who should be in their starting rotation, hopefully. Uh, Jimmy Lambert, I don't know much about, but I think he's coming off Tommy John, too, and should be ready. Carlos Rodon is coming off a lot of arm injuries, but he should be ready, too. They're very deep. I'm excited. Uh, I just said deep and excited in one sentence. That's exciting also. Ooh, Ooh God. Nick Bull's wife. Oh, bring the lube, I think. She's going to need it, per the rumors. Dan? How much have you jumped into Cubs roster digging? Yeah, there's um, – well, let me ask you first. Where does the taxi squad go for the Sox? They haven't I, – I, I don't think it's been announced yet. Uh, Lawrence Holmes really was pushing a, uh, a couple local uh, universities slash colleges by – uh, guaranteed rate field, which do make sense. So you got I, UIC that's not too far. You got IAT that's not too far, Chicago State also. So hopefully it's close. Um, I know it's, uh, Cubs South Bend, right? They're, South they're Bend, affiliate. Yeah. 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 Which I think they have a, supposedly have like a really nice facility there, which probably makes sense. It just feels, I don't know. I guess it's close enough, but yeah, feels far enough away to. Far? 
it yeah. feels far enough away to be annoying. Uh, so Cubs roster, really no surprises, I'd say. Um, <laughs> the only one for me specifically is like Brandon Morrow. Would he make it? Like, is he still dead? Apparently, oh, he yeah. still is dead because he didn't. He didn't j- get in the the sixty man roster. Really, fifty I man. T- Actually, wow. I, I think the, I don't think the Cubs have announced the full sixty. I think they've yeah, done fifty, and then I th- yeah. I think there's more. But by all accounts, from what I'm reading, that Brandon Morrow is just he's done. It seemed like the buildup to it was he might be ready at some point halfway through this season. So what's changed? I mean, I don't know. We're relying on Brandon Morrow. We we've got problems, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, th- no, the roster is what it is. I mean, the biggest kind of changes is opening day. You know, Jason Kipnis uh, signed a minor league deal, which I never understand that, signing a minor league deal when you're like an, 100 years old in baseball years. So it seems like he's the front runner to win the second, you know, he's going to be the second baseman opening day. He was at least, uh, or if that was going to be like Nico Horner or Ian Happ. The interesting thing for the Cubs that, you know, this doesn't apply to the Sox is, you know, now that the DH is in play is how do they handle that? And I think it's a huge benefit to the Cubs because Schwarber seems like the natural fit at DH, but he actually really improved in left field. So I think they're just going to stick him out there. So that probably means, you know, Hap and Almora will both be in the lineup most times, but, um, no, the lineup overall, the the roster, it kind of is what it is. The the bullpen is they're just gonna stack dudes who suck. You know, I mean, their bullpen's still shitty, so that's gonna be the biggest problem. Is it's just they're gonna pack as many pitchers onto that roster as they can, and um, I'm excited for the the three batter minimum this year. Like that's gonna be that's going to be good. Joe Joe Madden's going to be shitting his pants over that one cuz he loves just bringing as many fucking dudes in as he can for the lefty righty matchup bullshit. So, um no, in terms of roster, Cubs are pretty straightforward. There's there was no no huge jump there. I don't like they I think some people speculated one of the maybe some of the draft picks would get involved. Um Burl, there's this Burl Callaway or something, lefty, hard throwing lefty. No, don't rush anybody this year. That's my stance. Is don't rush anyone. Like this is a throwaway year. So I say that if the Cubs don't win the World Series, then it's a throwaway year. If they win it all, it's a totally legitimate year. So that's just what I was thinking. No, it was. <laughs> I had that exact thought today when I was driving. I thought, you know, is this? Are some people going to say it's an illegitimate year? And I thought, not if the Sox win, no chance. It is, it is for, and it is, whoever does win it. All truth be told, absolutely is going to deserve a ton of respect. It's like if you win a fucking World Series in the middle of a pandemic, congratulations. Yeah, That's this incredible. Is, this is, I, I think you get major kudos if you win yeah. this year for sure. Yeah. Unless it's the Cardinals, then it doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> or the Indians. For, Fuck for, them. Yeah. Okay. For yeah, we, we both have our own. So what? So how are you feeling about the Sox? What's what's your general vibe for how many wins? What's what's where do you see them landing? It's it's a, a great question, Dan. So I, I pulled up um, as we teased in Hams and Bread. This is Hams and Ted. Uh, we pulled 
pulled up <laughs> some wins lines from Odds Shark, which I think kind of uh, feeds Bovada. I have not seen anything on BetRivers.com because why would you make this easy to find? Uh, Cubs win line I ha- I saw at 32. Kind of weird that it's okay. it's right on a number. Sox 31 and a half. Um, okay. So total is 60 games. We know that. Uh, I would. I'd bang the over for the Sox. I wouldn't feel amazing about it. Like I feel like they could. This could easily be a thirty and thirty year, which, like, that would be good progress. I feel like they're a year away. They're like they would have been if this was a normal year. But I, I hope they just fucking go for it. Like they're so talented. They're they're a complete unknown though. I mean, they got they're gonna have two or three starters potentially in as position players that haven't really played at all. Like. Louis Louis Robert, as I call him in my mind, uh, and then Nick Madrigal, who I alluded to earlier, um, they're probably going to have a lot of at bats, and they have not had one in the major leagues yet, so they're not going to have any time to to adjust. But maybe that's going to be a positive. The only thing I don't feel good about for the White Sox is having Ricky Renteria as their manager for when it when it comes to major st- strategic questions like extra innings this year. Right, each team starts with a guy at second with no outs, but he's going to fuck that. He was already bitching about it. Like if he's, if it's already in his head. So I feel like, fuck, we better not go to a lot of extra inning games because he's already defeated. I don't know how you feel. And you, uh, Cubs have a weird situation with a brand new manager too, right? Well, how do you, how do you feel about the runner on second to start extra innings? I think it's stupid, but yeah, I understand same. why they're doing it, I guess, to try to not have like 18 in a game. To speed it up. Yeah, but it's. I feel like they could have done something different. I guess one of the other things they could have they were talking about was having like a twelve inning maximum, and then there could be ties. No, that would have be been that would have been okay. worse. All right, yeah. that'd be worse. Yeah, I don't love so. the. Well, okay, I guess I didn't. I didn't read. I I know the runner on second thing, but how does that work? Who's the runner on second? Good question. I have no idea. And is that going to bring in? That's going to bring in bunting again. I feel like not yeah. Ian bunting. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Hinsdale's <laughs> favorite son, Ian bunting. That's right. Uh, but it will, right? Small yeah, ball. Yeah, it'll bring in bunting, and then that. Yeah, and it throws another dynamic of the three batter minimum, and I, it's interesting. Like this is a good test case this year yeah. for that shit, but. Um, yeah, so that would you go 32 w- wins for the Cubs? Would you go over well, or under? So I kind of have the Cubs right at 32. Like that before you said that, uh, that's that's kind of where I had them. I had them between 32, maybe max 35. I mean, I think if you finish over 500 this year, you're you're going to be in pretty good shape. The the biggest problem, you know, it's drastically different. I think for the Sox and the Cubs because based off schedule because. The Sox play are going to play what ten games against the Royals, ten games against uh, the Tigers, yep. who yep. are legitimately maybe the two worst teams in baseball, right? Yes. So they correct. should win at least eighty percent of those games. So those are those are f- those are freebies, right? Uh, whereas the Cubs, on the flip side, I mean, the Reds have stepped things up. The Cardinals are solid always. The Brewers are going to be tough. Like, it's a tough division. So, man, if the Sox don't make the playoffs, they're, they're firing Renteria, right? Like, he's got to yes. go. I mean, that's yes. his role. That's his. 
he was born to get fired before the team wins a World Series. I mean, that's his <laughs> role <laughs> on this earth. <laughs> Sorry, Rick, try it on Mars, buddy. You might win <laughs> there. But, you know, the the Cubs, though, there's so many question marks. You know, like you said, with David Ross being a first-year manager, the biggest thing I like that, that drove me nuts with, with, with Joe was – you know, he, he seems to want to set a, a, a lineup. Like, this is my lineup. This is going to be an everyday thing with off days here and there. This won't, you know, this won't show in the 60-game sprint this year. But the fact that he's going to be like, these, you've earned this spot to bat one, two, three, and you're going you're gonna to bat in that spot almost every day, 90% of the time. So there's no mystery to it. And I think that really wore the Cubs down as Joe – fucking around with Schwarber batting leadoff or batting eighth uh Javi batting fifth or batting second you know Brian you know it was all over the map like who's batting leadoff like just set a fucking lineup and roll with it have some fucking consistency so that's really encouraging but this this pandemic has you know all of the question marks for the Cubs of you know Ross being his first year you know what do they do with Bryant if the Cubs get off to a slow start, are they going to trade them? Like, I I was on that for a while. I'm not on that anymore. Like, I they need to give they need to pay that dude. He's going to be a solid player forever. So, you know, do what you can. And they shit all over Rizzo by not even having a conversation with him on re-upping him. And, uh, you know, as dumb as it is, the, the marquee network shit still isn't figured out. Like, are we going to be able to watch fucking baseball games? I'm hanging on to that VPN connection just because I could maybe watch it on the MLB network and claim that I'm in fucking Toronto. So, (laughs) (laughs) which my all-time favorite line from uh, the Cubs convention last year was Ricketts going, what do you have against the marquee network? It's like, come on, Tom. And we... Maybe we could talk about the Ricketts. They're pieces, big pieces of shit. I'm a Cubs fan, and they can go fuck themselves. They can go fuck themselves every day of the week. And they were, <laughs> we talk about the owners and the Cubs, you know, not the Cubs, the owners and the players bitching. Ricketts had to have been out front of all of that, being the biggest cunt ever of, you know, we're losing money. This is going to be detrimental to us. Well, fuck you, man. You're a fucking billionaire. You bought the team. You can eat these fucking losses. So shut the fuck up. Pay these players. And we want a winning team here. Just because you won one World Series doesn't excuse you for the rest of your fucking life, you cunt. And your family, your whole family sucks. Fuck you, Tom. Fuck you, Ricketts family. I've had enough hams that I'm just going to let loose here. Uh, but let's get back to baseball. So yeah, it's a good, it's a, that'd be a good segue into, into our next segment. Yeah, but let's we'll, not do that. We'll, we'll let's not do that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So well, how, do, how does this work, though? They haven't set the schedule yet. So the Cubs and the Sox play five times, right? Yeah. Uh, how, but how does that um, work? But how, like, like is y- there three how do they split it up? Right. and right. two at Wrigley? I, I'm still calling it Comiskey. We're cool That's with that, fine. right? I'm cool okay. with that. I, I right. am, yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't. Yeah. I don't how do they do that? Rate. <laughs> <laughs> but even even inner, you know, e- even within your own division, how does that work? Like, are the Sox going to play six at, in Minneapolis and four at the G spot rate? Like, I don't know how this. I don't know how it works. I mean, I there know. it's and it, and here's the 
the pessimist in me. They haven't set a schedule yet. I know they're starting tomorrow as of this recording. So July 1st is when they're reporting. Like, I feel like they should have had a schedule by now that I feel like they're just like, yes, probably this. I I, like I still have trouble believing this is going to happen. Is that in my. Well, yeah, it's hard. I can't argue with that logic, but I do think the um, I think one of the issues they're trying to figure out, according to I can't remember what show I was listening to on my way into work today. uh, They're trying to figure out Toronto in particular because they're with travel. They're the only, yeah, they're the only Canadian team, right? At this point, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So they're, so I think that's fucking up some of the schedule making. So I think they're trying to iron that out. Like, are they actually going to allow Toronto to host any games? Are they going to force Toronto to go somewhere? Uh, state but I, I think this, yeah, I think this is also an issue with the NHL side too. Okay, that I think they're going to lift restrictions. Allegedly, I heard this that because I think. Canada requires a two-week quarantine if you come in from the United States, right? Isn't that the biggest I think so. question yeah. mark? So I think they're going to lift restrictions maybe specifically for professional sports because they're do- okay. maybe doing their own testing okay. uh, on like a regular basis. But I think you're right. I, I, I did not know that about baseball, but that makes sense. Yeah, so but, I you know at, I guess I'll buy it until proven wrong. But it... it 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 is interesting. I mean, do you have any concerns about any Cubs skipping out and just saying eh, I'm not interested? It seems like there's a couple Nationals yeah. that said no, but I haven't heard anything about Cubs or Sox. No um, concerns in the sense that could it happen? Yes, but would I blame anyone? No, uh, God, no. Like I wouldn't blame if Chris Bryant just had a baby. Like if he was like, I'm not doing this. Like I'm not exposing myself. I'd be like. Yeah, that sucks, but I get it. Like anyone who says otherwise, get fucked. Like that's that's stupid. Like this is this is this is crazy times, and you can't you can never argue with someone who's be concerned for their health. And yeah. um, you know, like Ian Desmond, like he's not he opted out for you know social justice reasons that are also very valid. So. You know, these are this is the weird times. Like it's it's hard to ask these guys to risk their lives essentially for fucking baseball for for our entertainment so we can gamble on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> am I concerned about? I mean, who who's this? I mean, I I have no idea. I mean, um, who? I mean, I I don't know. How about you? Would the, is there? No, soft? no, no. My only yeah. There's no concern. I mean, I hope Ricky Renteria says I'm not showing up. Personally, that'd be fine with me, but <laughs> it's not fair. Not fair at all. Uh, but I no from a like. There's nobody I can think of on the on the Sox from the Cubs. I was thinking like Anthony Rizzo as a cancer survivor. Yeah, uh, or right. or John Lester, I suppose too. Right, I think he had penis yeah, cancer, no, didn't he? No. Ball ball cancer. Did he? Penis no, he. I think. Or he, no, am I wrong? I think he had Maybe like leukemia or something. Oh shit! Like oh, Rizzo. God. I I apologize. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think it was a bit making light. You know what? I, I, yeah, don't quote me on that either. That's fine. Um, yeah, you're going to hell though. That's uh, fine. <laughs> it's not just because of that. Do you remember when you talked about having butt cancer from the uh, what was it? The steak sandwiches or what was the the yeah, microwave sandwiches? Or no, microwave cheeseburgers. Yeah, from Hormel. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know why that just popped in my mind. That was uh, estrogen and eggs as well. Right? It was. <laughs> it was <laughs> another, another callback to estrogen and eggs. You can you can listen to the best of audience if you don't know what we're talking about. Estrogen and eggs, two um, episodes. They were weird. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're Rizzo, talking about cancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not great. But yeah, but but this uh, like, what happens when? Because I know baseball when the the spring training 2.0 which stop it it's fucking baseball just start games yeah yes. come on you need a yes. full month to have another spring training just fucking stop it you're Seriously. fat people running around bases like if 16 inch softball guys can play when they're half in the bag you guys can play fucking baseball in the middle oh. of june making millions of dollars so grow up um but <laughs> but i know they're doing like groups of five initially of practicing but like what happens when one of those guys gets sick and passes it to a coach and gets the other group of five sick like i don't know this like nba is the same way yeah like what happens when i mean we talked about a little bit like lebron gets sick he's pro he might be okay but what if like uh i don't know like greg popovich gets sick yep it's first person i was thinking of too like like what what it it's gonna take one person who's gonna be on a fucking ventilator for who's like an assistant coach with you know the the fucking magic out of the magic even in it i don't know not sure mo bamba is he still on that team anyway it's gonna take like one assistant nba coach to be on a ventilator for them to be like yep shut it down right they're gonna be like this isn't worth it so like that that feels like we're teetering on that thing like i was just saying with the schedule and your toronto thing made sense I feel like it's being delayed because they're. I don't know. It's maybe not going to happen. It's like let's just wait till the last minute and figure it out. So can we can we make ourselves this promise? If the yeah. if if the schedule and it's going to come out, there's no I don't know when, but when it comes out, can we do a game by game win loss prediction oh, on 100%. the next Zero Doinks episode? I'm sure that'd be riveting for podcast. all sixty games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm, that would be, yeah that'd be i'm hysterical. here for it oh yeah. that would be our lowest listening episode <laughs> i won't even listen to it back no i wouldn't want to yeah. so that's that's a joke but you know we're just spitballing here audience don't press stop um, um anything else I lo- about i, I love it i mean i i love that baseball's back uh, they've ruined they've ruined their name for the casual fans for sure for a while and it's only going to get worse in a few years so i'm going to enjoy it while i can and here's the thing with the cubs this is probably their last year this is the windows open for one more year so that's the disappointing part for me is that the this this pandemic has thrown a wrench into like probably the last go at it with this core and um they're probably going to stink very much after this so um I'm bummed, but I'm happy it's back, and I'm happy that BetRivers.com is active as well because it's a good distraction. But I'm happy for you. The socks are going to be awesome. I hope so. Thanks, buddy. Uh, okay, Cubs going to the playoffs, yes or no? Yeah, yeah, let's just say yeah. Yeah, so are the socks. Socks definitely. Oh, World Series. Oh, oh. that'd be that'd be. I'm gonna murder <laughs> you. It would be, that'd be awesomely weird. That'd be great. Let's make <laughs> it, it happen. 
I don't know. It would it be it good? Yeah, it definitely could I happen. I think so. If uh, it's going to happen, let's have it in a year like this. Where it's, it's hard confusing for me. anyway, right? Yeah. I, I like the Sox. I love... I. Do we do we have the two best short like the two coolest shortstops yes. of all time for yes. like one city? Like Tim Anderson is fucking sweet. Like I yep. want him to hit every home run and launch his bat into the <laughs> fucking moon. Like I if he does it against the Cubs and he doesn't launch his bat as far as he can, I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> like he is awesome. I love that dude. Well, and same with Javi. Like Cubs fans or baseball fans in general that have a problem with Javi Baez and his his spiciness. Shut up. It's it's awesome. I love it. He's just he's a cocky bastard. But it's not even like he doesn't show people up. I don't think he just no. he just is loving it. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't think Javi's like he's not chirping. He's not staring pitchers down. He just feels he just feels good. He just feels good all the time. So, like Nick Foles' wife. (laughs) I'm sure she's a sweet woman, and we just... (laughs) Sorry. We've talked about her birth canal, like, three times. It's great. I'm sorry to use that phrase, by the way. (laughs) God, that was... (laughs) That was weird. Don't what do that weird... again. No. Do not do that again. God damn it. I I'm just trying to I'm trying to bump up that eight percent again of, of female listenership of Zerdax. Because every female loves hearing about birth canals. Oh. You said it, I didn't. That time. Alright, let's do it. Let's wrap this up. This has been the first ever Hams and Ted. Next segment, if you don't want to hear our opinions about things, feel free to fast forward to the outro. But we're going to talk about things that have happened off the field, and we love you. Zerdoinks. Ted Williams is still dead. So it's been a while since we last recorded, as we alluded to. It's been mid-May. If you've listened to us before, we appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, we also appreciate it. Um, we, If you have listened, I know that Dan Doinks has joked before about, you know, if you're a racist, if you're a Nazi, then go fuck yourself. You shouldn't be listening to us. Uh, and... Um, Obviously, we stand by that more than ever with the events that have happened since mid-May. I mean, it's, you know, I don't need to tell you, but just for the for the sake of historic, uh, for the sake of history, since we last recorded, George Floyd was murdered in Minneapolis. It started um, a lot of issues in the United States, of course, that have that have been going on for a long time. I'm a I'm a white dope who's if you've seen the avatar on zero doings i'm the one that looks like a like a swollen hemorrhoid so i can't relate to a lot of things that that black people in america have had to go through i think um i think a lot of things have that have come out of this and will come out of this are are good i think the protests by and large have been amazing and and inspiring i think a lot of change has happened already i think 
Uh, Colin Kaepernick is being proven correct, as he should have been all along. So fuck you, everybody that co-opted what he was trying to do uh, to make it about the troops. Yep, and and all that. So you've been showing your ass for four years, and 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 certainly, um, yeah, Drew Brees. Fuck you, seriously. You're not welcome on our side. Uh, and a lot of racists in general have, have been doxxed, and, and we'll, we'll segue to that eventually here in this segment uh, to something that, that uh, was on a see-me-after-class in the, in the fall, last fall, um, exposing one of those fucking closeted Nazis that, that we'll talk about in a sec. Um, it's hard to relate, and I want to kick it to, to Dan um, who who has some thoughts as well, I think. This is awkward for us to talk about as a couple of white idiots, but uh, it would feel weird if we didn't discuss it at all. So go ahead, Dan. Yeah, it is weird for us to talk about because we're just a couple of almost 40-year-old white dudes who didn't have to grow up with living in constant fear of uh, of the fucking police. I mean, just, just to p- put it out there plainly of... You know, something that stuck out to me, I heard a podcast recently with Doc Rivers, who is grew up in Maywood, which is not not far from us. And his father was a police officer in Maywood and knew everyone. He knew every police officer. And, and um, by the way, the podcast is um, it was on the Ringer Network. It was with uh, Steve Kerr and Pete Carroll. It was it was awesome. I recommend you go and listen to it just to get a better sense of of three guys who are very active in all of this from very different perspectives. And, you know, Doc Rivers told us, you know, told a story of how his dad was a police officer, a very well-respected, you know, person, uh, you know, uh, of the, you know, what do you call that? The shield. He, he protects the, he's the blue line, if you will. And he... You know, his dad told him, you know, if you're anywhere else, especially like if you cross over into Oak Park, you get pulled over. These are the rules you have to follow. You have to put your hands a certain way. You have to speak with them a certain way. And it was only because of the color of his skin. And it really resonated with me because Bill, as you and I are are white, you know, white guys, we, we never had to deal with that shit. Never. That never crossed my mind that if I get pulled over by a cop that that could be the time that I'm that that I could go to jail for nothing or that I could that I could die I mean and I I'll fully admit that you know I I I definitely could have been a better advocate for you know you know some of my friends my black friends growing up that you know that I could have been a you know I could have been a better voice for them because they didn't have that voice and and the people who are now you know this you you said it like this there's could be a lot of positive that comes out of this this George Floyd thing which was fucking disgusting a horrible it was a murder it was a murder that was only you know that seemed justified to police because that's shit they could get away with and they have for hundreds of years since this country was established with dumbass white people from fucking England, you know, we're, we're all fucking immigrants here. So it's, you know, all right, this is getting real preachy. Uh, it'll, it'll get somewhere. Uh, so, you know, 
these these people who you know like the Drew Breeses of the, of the world like you know were taking a knee you know is disrespecting the flag and I'll fully admit the Colin Kaepernick thing like I was on board he has every right to protest but did I really understand I did I did I understand what he was saying no I don't think I did like I got where he was going but did I really understand why he was doing that and throwing away his whole career with a racist NFL that was going to blackball him for taking a stance on something that was very important. Uh, no, I don't think I understood that. And I, 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 I'd like to think that I get it more, you know, I get it better now, but you know, if, if you have a problem with, you know, people like Drew, you know, Drew Brees to me, like, I feel like he's walked it back in a good, <laughs> as well as he could, but, you know, it's sort of the forgive, never forget sort of stance. And I'm sure his teammates feel the same way. Um, but, you know, this this idea that you can spin, you know, as, as white America can spin what we think that black America can feel and what they've experienced is, is how we should, you know, we feel that we can tell them how it is, is, is wrong. And so, you know... This, if you're if you're somebody that listens to this and you're an all lives matter person, just stop. Just just disconnect right now. I, I mean, I I think I speak for Bill as well. Is yes. you can absolutely roll up your Confederate flag and jam it right up your ass because you can absolutely go get fucked because that's yes. that's the wrong that's the wrong stance and that's and you are fucking wrong. And if you think you have any idea of what black people have been through in this country. Like, I don't know, and I'll never understand. Like, you'll never understand, but, and I, I, I do, you know, I, like I said, Colin Kaepernick did it the right way. That was a peaceful protest of what he felt in it. And there was a certain agenda by, for political reasons, to spin it in another direction, which is, could be a whole nother discussion. But it really scares me that anyone could be, against the idea that black lives matter and that shit doesn't fly in my house i know it doesn't fly in your house and it definitely definitely doesn't fly in this fucking podcast so if you think otherwise you can if you're one of those people you can absolutely go get fucked yes we are intolerant of your intolerance and you can absolutely go fuck yourself black lives matter is not a black lives matter is not a controversial statement it never was. I never fully understood it, at least to the degree that I do now. Um, I so something that resonated with me, a, a guy that so I anybody that's listened to the podcast before or has started listening to the podcast early on, uh, we've joked about the fact that I used to work for NFL Europe and work for the Rhine Fire, and I had um, a buddy of mine that was a linebacker on that team reach out to me, Charles who played uh, linebacker at Syracuse and he was really, he was a really good player. And he, he shot me a line after this George Floyd stuff happened. And, and um, I'm, I just want to read a couple things that really, that it, it shook me up because it, it, and it's kind of what Dan was just saying. He said, um, you know, I went on a jog the other day and, and actually before I went on the street, I had to think of who I knew on the street and if anyone would be threatened by me jogging in my own neighborhood I have a son who is an awesome kid 
who I worry about every time he leaves the house, how to hold his hands up and don't look threatening to an officer, how the officer wouldn't care that he has over 35 scholarship offers or holds a 3.4 GPA or is a power or is a positive figure in the community. I have to have those conversations with my 16 year old and it's sad, but it's the way we live and try telling a 16 year old to get off his phone and put it away so we don't get shot. And what Charles said, his point was, um, you, you have a family. I know you have a couple of young kids. You need to talk to them about, about this stuff, about the reality that we have to live through. So the cycle gets broken at some point and that, you know, I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old, and certainly the four-year-old can't comprehend any of this stuff, but the eight-year-old is certainly mature enough, at least on some level, to have a conversation uh, about. And I, and I was struggling with having that conversation um, with her until I got that message from Charles, who obviously, clearly, as you can tell by what he, what he said, he's black, and, and he has two incredible kids that are very successful, one of whom is a Division One athlete now. And... Um, and that shook the fuck out of me, but it woke me up too to say, okay, even though I think that my kid's an amazing kid and I feel like, you know, my wife and I are doing a great job, hopefully, of instilling the values that I would want in the kid about their views about those who don't look like us, I need to actually have that conversation with her and uh and I did. And it was and it was awesome and she understood and she was shocked that there is still racism like she's learning about like she learned just learned about rosa parks in second grade and she was stunned that that it's still a thing like it it like rattled her but not a bad thing like so she she's since then she's asked almost every day about black lives matter like what what that means what we could do to potentially help um and what she would do if uh, in a situation like what would get her in trouble or not if she wants to stand up for somebody and what that looks like, basically, right? So so to me, you know, I appreciate somebody reaching out to me and, and, and fucking nudging me off of my, um, you know, my discomfort or my comfort of not having to live through stuff that, that Charles and his kids have to have had to have a conversation about for many years, and I haven't. So that's just my... Um, it's a personal experience that probably wouldn't have happened without this tragedy. doesn't make the tragedy good, obviously. I'm not saying that at all. But hopefully this is an actual turning point um, that, that wouldn't have happened without, without a tragedy that, that has, you know, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I feel like I'm saying that's stupid. But you understand what I'm saying, Dan? Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. And that that's kind of where we are, we're at as well is, you know, I always, I always say I, I want, I'm trying to teach my kids to be good people and love everyone. But I thought that was, you know, just saying like, well, we're, we're not racist. Like we definitely are not like we love, you know, we support, you know, we, you know, we don't, we don't, that that's not an issue for us. We're not racist. We like gay, we support gay marriage. Like you love who you love. And, but that's not enough. Like, it's not enough to say like, well, we're not racist, but you also like, we took our, I have a 10 year old as my oldest and we took her to a protest and it was, you know, and she had a million questions and I was like, 
we have to speak up for the people who don't have a voice because they there's a, a systematic problem in this country and we have to be advocates for them and that's something that I wish that I had done more before you know growing up and before now like I thought I was doing the right thing by teaching them you know that everyone is equal but that was just within my own family but it has to go beyond that so um you know I think we're I think we're I hope I hope we're doing I know I need to do more um and I'm 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 trying <laughs> we're trying and financially and also you know with our time and but fuck yes uh-huh. you know the, the, the like I I'll reiterate it if you have any pro like if you're still listening to this kudos to you and if you have any issues with this and like the black lives matter get fucked yeah, like this we're just not, we're not we're, we're, we're not uh, we're not on the same page so you know it's it, it's it's not it's pretty it's clear as day that that you know everyone should should feel everyone should have the same feeling when they get pulled over by a cop that bill and i have for years and it, it, it's it was hard for me to understand that it wasn't that way but um i wasn't listening i wasn't listening in the right way so colin kaepernick taking a knee i wasn't listening in the way that i should have and and should have responded and i'm concerned at the people the amount of people who feel empowered to have an opposite reaction of uh black lives matter is a bad thing and i think you could probably tell from my lib snowflake comments earlier where where i stand on that i'll say nothing more but i mean this 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 definitely like we crack jokes about i don't know that we crack jokes about the see me after class segment that you're probably going to get to but it's more it's it's it resonates way more now than it did when when we addressed it before and it shocks me that it's not a bigger deal nationally yeah, and it, no absolutely and i i, I remember doing and and we're going to replay it in a sec from uh when we did it in the fall just before during raiders week bears raiders week that didn't end that well um but <laughs> I remember waking up the next day after after uh, publishing that episode and thinking, did I just do something really weird by, yeah, you know, like it's not like I did the research. The research is out there. I just I just repeated some stuff that's that is out there. But I felt I almost felt guilty for calling uh, Brent Musburger out for a lot of his thoughts. Uh, but during, during but Bill, Bill, I'll yeah. Bill, I'll be honest, I didn't know all that stuff until you laid it out there. So, like, that's literally <laughs> one half of this podcast didn't know that Brent Musburger's a, a fucking racist. And it's shocking to me. I don't mean to step on your toes here. No, you're good. With, with fucking cancel culture that he's not been, his feet haven't been put to the coals yet. Is that That's a saying, right? I feel like I feel it, like that's a saying. It should be if it's not. His, no, it's his, true though. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, he he. 
he should be like he he is he is an asshole and he did he he was an impediment to the black power movement um in in the late 60s uh, as as you'll hear in a minute and um i don't think he's i if recent history suggests anything with his opinion on on Colin Kaepernick's uh you know kneeling during the national anthem he has not learned shit and fuck that guy. I don't think he should have yeah. a, a, no. a, a job worth, you know, that he's probably making way too much money for an asshole that should be in a white robe, basically, based off yeah, of some of the right. opinions he's 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 publicly stated. Like, these aren't even private statements. It's stuff that, that he wrote when he uh, used to write for um, a now-defunct Chicago newspaper. So... Um, that's a good segue to to get to um, the Brent, the first serious see me after class from from season one of Brent Musburger. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've hung in here, and if you haven't, then um, I guess apologies for having run long, but no apologies for anything that Dan and I said. None. Fuck you, Brent Musburger. You cunt. That's right. Enjoy. See me after class. Brent Musburger. Doxing. Fucking Nazi. That's what we do here on Zero Doings. See me after class! Alright, we're back. We took a little break from See Me After Class. I think it's been just one week, a one week break for Bill to recharge Dr. William Doinks. Uh, But this one's a bit a bit heavier, a bit more serious, but uh, you know, I think I think you're going to enlighten us all. So take it away, Doctor William. Thank you, Dan. That was very warm. I am definitely not a doctor, but thank you. This week's spotlight shines on Brent Musburger. We have all known Brent as a guy with a great voice that has popped up during big games over the years. Currently, Brent is in his second year as the radio play-by-play guy for the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are only the most recent employer of Brent. He has a long history of working in sports, whether it be CBS or ESPN or current gambling project VSIN. Without fail, these jobs end in ashy remains because Brent drops a hot cigarette into a forest and he walks away without caring about what he's leaving behind. That sounded like Dan Weeder a little bit. I apologize. <laughs> While national shows like Scott Van Pelt's Late Night Sports Center make Brent out to be America's harmless degenerate grandpa, the truth is Brent is closer to that old ass conspira- conspiratorial uncle that you try to avoid when the extended family's over passing around the Christmas goose. Let me take you back to 1968. In 68, the Summer Olympics were hosted by Mexico City, and the United States had two medalists in the men's 200-meter sprint. Anyone with a sense of history understands how tense the 1960s were, and during the medal ceremony, Americans John Carlos and Tommy Smith raised their gloved hands to the sky in support of human rights, as well as a symbol of black power at the time. You've seen the photo. It's iconic. It's controversial. It means something different to everyone who sees it now, and I'm certainly to everyone who was around to experience it as it happened. In 1968, Brent Musburger wrote for the now-defunct Chicago American. 
after Smith and Carlos's famous protest, Musburger wrote a column called Bizarre Protest Tarnishes Metals. In the article, Ooh. Musburger says, quote, one gets a little tired of having the United States run down by athletes who are enjoying themselves at the expense of their country, unquote. Musburger described Smith and Carlos as, quote, juvenile, ignoble, unimaginative, unquote. Musburger called Smith, quote, the militant black, unquote, and then typed quite the description by saying Carlos and Smith were, quote, a pair of black-skinned stormtroopers, unquote. Stormtroopers? Like Star Wars, right? Nope. Yoda wasn't fondling a lightsaber until 1977 at the earliest. Unfortunately, <laughs> Brent's alluding to Adolf Hitler's Sturm Abitjung, or SA. Yeah, I just dropped that, but it's true. Whoa. That popped up in the 1920s. Very weird. Interestingly Whoa. enough, if you listen to Carlos and Smith, you quickly learn that a large percentage of their protest was against Avery Brundage, who was in charge of the International Olympic Committee in 1952 through 1972. Brundage first became involved in the IOC in the late 1920s, and he had a great influence to allow Germany to host the 1936 Olympic Games, despite the rise of Nazism after the election of Hitler in 1933. I know this is weird. Just bear with me, guys. <laughs> Brundage took Hitler at his word that Germany would not discriminate against Jewish people during the Olympics. When Germany had zero Jewish participants in 1936, Brundage justified it by saying something to the effect of, well, historically, they haven't really had many Jewish athletes representing them, so it's not a big surprise, unquote. Well, actually, I shouldn't unquote that. That's, that's me saying that more than anything. Uh, as if it wasn't bad enough, when Brundage was heading the IOC in the late 1950s, he pushed back against policymakers who wanted both white and non-white South African athletes to have access to quality facilities. You know, that whole 40-year apartheid problem that South Africa suffered from? Suffice it to say, American athletes of color were not the hugest fan of Avery Brundage, to the point where, according to an article in The Nation, athletes referred to Brundage as, quote, slavery Avery, unquote. And look, if Brent had any amount of intellectual curiosity, he would have considered this context before saying of the Olympians' protest, quote, a big question of the Olympics was what action the two militants would dramatize their protest against white America, unquote. That was Brent. Now, back to 2019, where our modern times feel, let's be honest, a little bit heightened in many ways socially, especially with respect to racial tensions. Brent's voice pours out each Sunday to NFL fans throughout the Bay Area of California, describing the action as the Raiders lose game after game under human cabbage patch John Gruden. Good thing Brent isn't calling games across the Bay for the San Francisco 49ers, though. On October 8th, 2017, Brent said on Twitter, quote, Yo, 49ers, since you instigated protest, two wins and 19 losses. How about taking your next knee in the other team's end zone, unquote. That last line was actually kind of funny, but the sentiment is pretty weird. One month later, Brent called San Francisco the, quote, 40 kneelers, unquote. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Brent seems to hate an athlete with an opinion as much as he loves to talk gambling lines. And he has a right to his opinions, of course. But given Brent's veiled and sometimes not so veiled racial tones, I'm imagining this that 70% of the league who's African-American 
might have an opinion about Brent Musburger being allowed a microphone 16 days a year promoting their league. In 2012, reporter Dave Zirin of The Nation sat down with John Carlos, and he asked him about Brent Musburger's article and how life was for him after that 1968 article that Brent wrote. Carlos said, quote, we're talking about someone who compared us to Nazis. Think about that. Here we are standing up to apartheid and to a man in Avery Brundage who delivered the Olympics to Hitler's Germany. And here's Musburger calling us Nazis. That got around. It followed us. It hurt us. It hurt my wife, my kids. I've never been able to confront him about why he did this. Every time I've been at a function or an event with Brent Musburger and I walk toward him, he heads the other way, unquote. That's weak, Brent. I expect more out of America's degenerate grandpa, but obviously I shouldn't. All I know is when the Bears are beating the Raiders' ass this Sunday, I'm going to take extra pleasure in knowing that you are up there in the booth watching another loss from your boy Gruden. You're a good announcer and all, but you just don't seem to be that great of a guy. Brent Musburger, see me after class. racist bitch and we're coming for that ass i don't know what that means that just sounded cool but you're a piece of shit brent and i'm shocked that the world doesn't know it fuck you bitch all right so let's close this out bill what do, what do we got so <laughs> i love it we're coming for that ass brent you dumb fucking racist dick. When we are, we are. It is gonna. It's one of our credos now. You're a racist. You know we're going after racists, especially yeah. if you're in the sports world. We're going after racists. And you're you're next, Brent. We don't have a voice now, but it's coming. It's coming, bitch. You're getting That's fired. Right. You fuck. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it so so much. Fuck you, Brent Musburger. All right. So, state of Illinois has entered. Phase four, while other states are spiking, like that's that's a thing. But the good news about life in general is that sports are back, including, Dan, one event that I'm not sure you're fully aware of that is starting on the 4th of July. Do you have any idea where I'm going with this? Is it the I've been thinking about this. You 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 teased me for it earlier. That sounded creepy. Yes. Uh, is it the hot dog, the hot dog eating thing? No, it is All not. Right. I don't know then. So it is, and you, you may know this from past years or not. I'm not sure. I don't think we've ever really talked about it. It's TBT, the basketball tournament. Oh yeah. Do I forgot know? about that. Yeah. Yes. Single elimination, 24 teams in total, winner take all for a million bucks the this is amazing so it's it's a combination of former college players from the same university mixed with a lot it's 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 weird each team is totally different you had to qualify i'm not sure how you qualified to be in this it's very weird um any guesses as to why i'm so excited about it uh there's got to be a line eye players somewhere yes in this. yes there is there is the house of pain is is involved they are a number 16 seed out of 24 not great but i want to play a little game with you 
There are, uh, I, I looked throughout all the rosters of the 24 teams, and I want to see who sounds familiar to you and if you can name their college that they went to. I, I think you're going to do pretty well in this. Oh, man. All right. No, I'm going to do horrible. All right. No, I don't think Go so. Go for it. Okay. Aaron Kraft. Remember that bastard? Oh, Pittsburgh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I would say close. Ohio State. Shit. <laughs> yep. I, Rust, right. Rust Belt. Yeah. He's yep. A, yep. He's a All bitch. right. Uh, this comes from your biggest rival in life, Ethan Hat. Wisconsin. Boom. Diamond Stone. Remember that guy? Or no? Uh, porno. Mar- porno. Yeah. <laughs> Maryland. Uh,. Uh, uh, this is a university that was just named, uh, not just, but one of these first three, Jared Sullinger. Ohio State. Yes. I remember that call. bitch. Yeah, he yes. was, was he, he, he had a cup of coffee in the NBA, right? He did. He, he was real short, though, like a real yep. short uh, post guy. Yes. Good yeah. call. All Good right. Call. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome at for a Big yeah. Ten forward, yeah, yeah. but not that great. Uh, Andrew Dockich. Marquette. Mm, should have been. I think he went to like three different colleges. Dan Dockage's kid. So it was Michigan and Ohio State. That oh, little yeah. fuck. That little yeah. fuck. Um, you better get this one right. Malcolm Hill. Illinois? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that is, but <laughs> you fine. gave me a good clue. Good, good call. A uh, couple more. Do you remember this name? I know a couple listeners will for sure. Eric Devendorf. Does that sound familiar at all? West Virginia. <laughs> uh, I guess somewhat correct part of the country, kind of. Uh, Syracuse. He was the ah, three points. Sp- he went yep. nuts in that like triple yep, overtime yep, game. Yeah. Yep. Um, Holy shit! Wait, are you serious? That? I know who yes. that is. That's insane. Yes. That just he's came to you. Still alive. Yep, still alive. Still able enough to play basketball somewhat competitively. Last one. This should hit close to your heart. Hint, Nate Mason. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll do you one better. He just signed with a Russian professional team. Oh. I saw it today. He's a gopher. He a gopher. Damn it. So he a gopher. I don't remember him. I don't. Re- I yeah. apologize to you personally. I saw. I literally like. Just before we jumped on here, I saw he signed with a Russian basketball team, which I thought. Very anti-American. <laughs> Come on, Nate. Come on. <laughs> um, he's the only gopher that I saw in any roster. So that might be a good thing, actually. I don't know Yeah, no, that's they, good or bad. They prefer NBA or bust. So, right. right. Uh, so this is going to be amazing. I'm just curious if it's going to be on BetRivers.com. Where, it better be, otherwise I'm going to be pissed. Uh, where do they play this? What's the... Columbus. They play Columbus. Oh, the Columbus. number one seed is a uh, Ohio State. They're the defending champs. Carmen's crew. I don't know what that means, uh, but they're filled with mostly Ohio State alums. But they their point guard, Dimitri McKamey, former Illini point guard, who is not oh. who's going to continue to play for them this year because they have a better shot at win- winning the million dollars over the House of Pain. So it's a million dollars to a team of how many? Uh, it's like between Ten? eight and eleven. Yeah, like hmm. it depends on the team. It's okay, it's very strange. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So they all uh, they all showed up this week already to Columbus and their 
they said that they're um you know they're quarantining but that's not enough time so this could be a complete mess oh that's weird i'm here for it yeah yeah no i didn't see that coming at all there you go is it all wait wait sorry let's back up here is it all in columbus all of it yes i think every game is in the same stadium I think each team is staying in a different place or they're com- I don't re- I mean it's not it's not nearly as organized obviously as the NBA bubble for sure yeah. but uh they're trying they're trying. Have you uh, speaking of Columbus have you seen there's a push to change the name of the city because no. Christopher Columbus is canceled? That's <laughs> How do you feel about that? Uh I I have no feelings about it other than I saw a few people said that it should be renamed uh, Flavor Town for Guy Fieri, <laughs> and that I can get on board with. I feel like, though, I get where you're coming from. Guy Fieri has to be a huge racist, doesn't he? He just kind of has no, that vibe. No, no. you don't think so? I 100% disagree. That dude just loves food and nothing else. He loves okay. people. He, he loves everything. Guy right. Fieri, I'm right. on board with. He's a Raiders fan which we saw in hard knocks. Uh, so I hope he hates Musburger as much as we do as we <laughs> does. Nope. That's not English. Those hams are slapping. Yeah. Um, all if right. Hams so, are slapping. Don't come don't a slapping. Come a slapping. Uh, Rick Fieldsman. Yes. What okay. You got? I got a, I got a few questions for you. Where do you stand on, uh, Jay Cutler's in a, uh, he's in a social media frenzy about, murdered chickens where do you stand on that um he's clearly a little bit bored after either he left Kristen cavallari or vice versa i don't really know how that went down um i am pro retired jay cutler's attitude though generally so i think it's a little overblown i think he's you know it's a little much but i would say 52 percent pro his chicken caper. What about you? <laughs> yeah, it's funny this resurgence of Jay Cutler love, and this goes back to the how terrible Bears Twitter can be. Is I feel like Bears Twitter has been like, oh, Jay Cutler so fucking great. When we were all the people who were like, he needs to fucking go, oh and they God, even yes. like dr- like dr- dragging up old highlights. Like, oh my God, who else could make? this throw yep. and they failed to leave out the four interceptions that were thrown before <laughs> that so uh yeah color color sucks like he's an asshole <laughs> like he's an asshole but i respect that he knows these that he's an asshole and he won't he doesn't give a fuck um i'm jealous of his hair he has great yeah. a great head of hair Yep. You have actually you have very Jay Cutlerish hair tonight, so fuck you too, Bill. <laughs> as a I don't fat know. as a fat balding guy myself, fuck you. Uh, but I I'm not as enthralled with it as other people are. But I'm yeah. more. I feel like it's bumping him up a r- rung of Bears quarterbacks, where he holds a lot of record. He's lit- legitimately yeah. one of the best quarterbacks we've ever had. But let's not kid ourselves. It's Jay fucking Cutler. Yeah. Yeah. He probably, 
where you were saying who's the best quarterback we've had in the Super it's Bowl him. era. It is him, and it's, it's not him. That's not good, but that's but that's true. Yeah, he is. it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah all right. No um. All right. I got a weird. I got a real weird one for you, and I, I need. I need you to be honest with me. I'm okay. a. I'm a pretty fat, getting fatter, white, balding, gray-haired suburban bitch. I almost bought a Kobe White Bulls jersey today <laughs> for like just hanging out in the yard type of shit. Okay. Could I pull that off? Um like physically, could you pull it off or or meaning like like style stylistically? What what are you what are you referencing? You you tell me. I I mean Okay. Okay. I I don't know like Will I look like an old guy trying to go to Lollapalooza? <laughs> I mean, I think yes is the answer to that. But okay. at the same time, I'm not against that. Like, I like, I mean, I haven't bought an NBA jersey. I couldn't even tell you. I was probably high school, and you're probably the same, I'm guessing. Yeah, definitely, okay. 100%. Okay, okay. Um, the last I jersey I got was gray balls, and yeah, I've right. worn that, like, it, like, just in the yard doing yard work type of shit and i i feel like and i like the it feels good right Doesn't it feels it feel good, good but i feel like i can't i can't just wear a as i can't just wear a gray balls jersey in front of my kids friends parents mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kids, you can you can get away with it. Your oh kids. yeah, absolutely. But yes, yes. Um, I, I would be disappointed if you did not buy it. I think you can get away with it. I think, uh, I think it's, I think it would be awesome. I, uh, as you know, I've, I've, am, am in my every other year of of running, trying to get in shape for a marathon, and it's yep. it's harder each time. I've gone to, I have. I have two red, they're like the exact same tank. I have two red tanks that I wear on occasion for my long runs. So I feel uh, like way too comfortable running in them. And like, and then okay. I like wear them for like the rest of the afternoon a little bit. I'm sure I smell like an absolute <laughs> inside of a cast. But um, so I want you to get one just so I'm not the only Zero Doings guy wearing okay. a tank on a weekend. Help me out. Okay, here. so I have because I have moobs, I have moobs and a and a fucking yeah. beer belly. So but join I, me. I like there's okay. So hear me out on the Kobe White thing. Okay. Like I want a Bulls jersey because okay. I feel like the I, I'm 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 calling it Bulls are back. Like they're back. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Like they're gonna get a new coach, Lori. There, whoever the new coach is, is gonna get Lori back. Like yeah. the Bulls are back, yes. so I want to be out in front of it. And I think Kobe okay. is fucking sweet. He's awesome. an awesome player. Of all the of all the dudes on the team, my second would be uh, Carter Wendell Carter. Also wow. sweet, badass wow. dude. Okay. Okay. So I feel like he'd be one of those dudes. So, um, and I'll be honest, Kobe White zero, zero Ooh. doings. Oh, I didn't think about that. So you've got to get this. 
Okay. All right. I'm glad yeah. I talked you into me getting <laughs> yes. in. Yes, that's great. I this love is it. like what, uh, this is this is like the uh, me trying to justify it with Jordan Doinks, and I just cut her out of the equation, and I knew I could talk you into it with the zero doinks angle so yes that was that was well played are you <laughs> so is it which color would you go red would you go white would you go black that was my next question yeah i'd go i i actually i'll be honest i kind of like the white one i like the yeah. home home kobe yep if i could grow my hair out like him i would but <laughs> yep. as you know that's not happening because there's going to be a very very much a deleted spot in my head i think you should try <laughs> okay <laughs> done yeah go for a little midlife crisis you know it'd be awesome jordan can't she couldn't say no i found some points. you know for the record i found some sweet knockoff jerseys that come from china um I don't know how reliable they are. Like they're very cheap, like twenty buck, twenty dollar jerseys, and uh, they look awesome. But I feel like they're gonna show up and they're just gonna turn my skin green. <laughs> well, that that reminds me of. Do you remember when um, when uh, Kevin Jacksonville Doinks got a uh, Julius Peppers jersey from China? He ordered no. it. And the last name was so like uneven over the over the numbers <laughs> in the back, but but our joke, our running joke, always was um, it, it said peppers, but our expectation is that it was going to say peepers is going to show up, <laughs> <laughs> completely misspelled Julius Peepers. Well, you know, you know, have you ever seen me wear my Greg Olson jersey? Yeah, is that similar? Uh, oh, that's that's China? very much. It's very much from China. And when that was shipped to me, it was um, it was shipped to me with like headbands and wristbands of like NBA, like it had an NBA logo on it. it made so no weird. sense. There were some socks with it as well. It made no sense, and it cost me like thirty bucks. And it looks legit. Oh, then if yeah. you look at like the exact tags and the NFL logo, you're like, eh, it's a little shady. And I think but, the holes are a little big, right? In the, yeah, in the mesh. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's but a worth very, it. it's a very thick material. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, so you've you've talked me into that. I'm ordering yeah, that tomorrow. Don't don't buy tell it. Jordan Doinks. That'll be an apology when it shows up. Um, Love it. Okay. What uh Fourth of July? What you got cooking, yeah. baby? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna host um my my sisters, uh the 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 nieces, the nephews, if you will, and my parents. So we'll have a we'll have a little get together. We're gonna I'm I'm gonna do a little barbecue, but it's not gonna be fancy. It's like turkey burgers, hot dogs, whatever. Um, did you say I'm turkey gonna, burgers? Yeah, I love turkey burgers. Oh, I love them. You don't like them? And hamburgers too. Um, there's gonna be hamburgers. Okay. All right. Good. So I mean, there's gonna be some fucking ground beef on that shit. Yeah. Don't be a weird. No. <laughs> I was born you... a weird. Too late. Are you um, a fireworks guy? I am not like a like an M80 guy, but I'm a big uh, 
let's light something that kind of smells like farts guy on, like a on black the, ca- on like a black cat yeah. guy yeah yeah All let's right. get let's get like some purplish greenish smoke going on let's get a little bit weird but not to where i'm gonna you know look like jim abbott on the 5th of july <laughs> what about the uh what are the tanks what are the tank ones oh yeah i think i i, I had one last year i think i don't know what they're called but they're kind of cool uh, how about sweet. you? Are you a big uh, light something on fire and see what happens guy? Uh, so driving back from Florida, because yes, we drove because I'm a liberal snowflake. Um, <laughs> we passed a shitload of firework places and I was like, Jordan, let me throw a mask on and go get some weird, <laughs> some weird, like big booming <laughs> fireworks. And that was it. That was a no go. So, uh, we, but uh, but you you pro- everyone in the neighborhood knows a guy who has the like mm. super illegal fireworks, right? Do you have a guy? I'm sure I'm gonna learn this weekend. Yeah, I, you're I have new. Two you're guesses new. as to who who these people would be, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like I, yeah, one of them's gonna have one. Yeah, so we we I have a buddy who lives two blocks from me. He's he's from St. Louis. He's a Cardinals fan, and I hate his guts for that but i he's fucking awesome and he does a fireworks show literally every year for our neighborhood and it's obnoxious and awesome it's like every i am like you know and i i feel like i don't know if he's ever told me what he's i feel like he'd be like i i spent eight hundred dollars on fireworks <laughs> this year you know shit like that and he'd be like right i got these fireworks it looks like a boom box it goes off for 20 minutes you know, shit like that. And he's like, and at the end, it like, you know, it turns into a flashlight and we can all fuck it. You know, something <laughs> weird like that. But, <laughs> you know, I, uh, no, I'm not a big, but this, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've been cooped up this year. I kind of want to light some fireworks. Yeah. I want to be the guy that lights and runs. Yeah. No, that's, I fine. don't know where to get them. And Jordan, like, prohibited me from doing that and it's probably for the best but i i'm I'm feeling a little sad in this moment i'm kind of sad to hear because i most of all because i wanted to hear a story about you walking into a knoxville tennessee fireworks store with a mask on and just getting screamed at for being one of those guys with a mask that's that's my that's my only regret the last thing I have for you, real quick, did you notice on Twitter that Red Grange's penis is now following us at Zero Doings? I did see that, and I feel like that was a bigger win for you, um, but I'm happy to have his ghost schlong on our feed. Uh, what does he do? I don't know what the penis I'm- does. Wait, wait. I, I don't know. I know what the penis does. <laughs> right. I think. But, uh, yeah, explain it to me. Explain it to Dan. No, I don't know that he's gotten that active yet, Red Grange's penis. Well, I don't, you know, at least in his current state. Uh, Goshlong. Is that a type of pepper? Yeah, you got it. Spicy or not so much? No, very bland. Red hot! Yes, red hot. Well, Dan, this has been quite the episode. Thank you for joining me on this roller coaster of emotions. And thank the listeners for hanging in there 
with us if it was your first episode today. Congratulations, and we're sorry, and you're welcome. If this, if you've been with us every step of the line, no road. <laughs> Thank you for your loyalty. We appreciate it. We love you very much. Dan, not, I love you too. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry if you've been with us the whole way. That means you're a good fucking listener. God bless you. I'm going to kiss you in the mouth someday post-COVID. Uh, if you're racist, go fuck yourself. If you're Brent Musburger, double go fuck yourself. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you. See you next episode. It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the ninth.